0: Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast. I'm your host Roger Lutra. And of course, I never do these shows by myself. Benjamin Saunders is here with me and Ben. How are we doing, buddy?
1: Uh, what's up, Doc?
0: Yeah. It, it, yeah. No, yeah. It's it's that kind of week, isn't it? <laughs> it it's, is not it It's it's that kind of week. It's that you know what though. It's not a terrible week. There's some good things going on this week, Ben. That's right. Although, that's the, bad, right. although the NBA season's over, which was really upsetting. Very sad. No, shut up. You only watch sports. <laughs> but the Olympics are on this week, and Ted Lasso was on this Friday, which I am very excited Ooh. about. So, but that's for another time convers. Uh, that's for another episode. Whatever. We've got a lot of stuff to get to on our oh, rundown today, Ben. Yes, we do. And before we get into our um, not retro rewind. But uh, our, our our what we call it? Infinity rundown. No, no. Before we get into our episode into the vault, we've got to go oh. through our rundown, Benjamin.
1: Oh, nice. yes, yes,
0: <laughs> yes. Okay, calm down, calm down. We're so, not
1: new to this. We're professionals.
0: Yeah, yeah, we are. Yes, we are professionals. That's right. We've been doing this for over a year. Mm-hmm. We got this. Um, happy one year, Ben. Happy yeah. One year.
1: Happy one year to you two.
0: Yeah, Ben. We're still broke, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's all we're 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 all just swimming in wealth here because we have you guys our fans. Yes. That's right. So Ben is going to run through our rundown today. What do we got first Ben?
1: Well, first of all, uh, I know this will drop later in the week, but as of this recording today on July 21st, it is Robin Williams' 70th birthday. Um so I wanted to give a shout out to him, one of my favorite too soon. actors, comedic actors, yep, uh definitely a legend that left us far too soon. Um and yeah, I was thinking we we should definitely do an episode uh, actor spotlight on him someday soon.
0: Hopefully, uh, we get you know we've got a lot of stuff going on, but we're yep. going to get to him. We yep. we we will get to Mister Robin Williams.
1: Yes. Uh, and another thing I wanted to mention: it's been a few weeks uh, since the Benedict Lewis uh, trivia dropped, and there there was a special prize on there. Uh, do you remember what what that prize was You're an the, for the for the winner? You're an
0: asshole. <laughs> You're an asshole. You're an asshole.
1: I, I believe. I could bring asshole. it up any time, and I wanted to bring it up real quick right now.
0: You're an asshole. Well, I don't remember the exact saying, but it has something to do with ben. ben knows more about film than I do, so I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, it was it was close to that. Oh, I'll accept that. <laughs> asshole. Uh, asshole. Well, hey, maybe one day we'll have a rematch, and you can uh, watch me win again. But anyway, let's I jump into – to do the debate,
0: I want Bennett to do a debate. Oh so yeah, you would, yeah. would
1: probably win the debate. Yes. All right, we'll we'll call him up and see what he says. Uh, but let's run into the rundown. Rick
0: trivia, Correct trivia. But anyway.
1: False false news. Uh, let's I had get a into about a
0: flower. So So uh...
1: <laughs> get over it. Let's get into the reviews. Um, I know you had a long and and very good conversation about Loki last week that. Uh, for some reason Instagram did not let you upload. Uh,
2: it's very
1: Yeah,
0: it wasn't the TVA said it wasn't our time. So <laughs> yep. it was a part, part of our sacred timeline, though.
1: But... yep. So sorry about that. But like, I think we should we should do a quick uh quick review for the season. I'll go first, I guess, real quick. I I liked it a lot. The the build-up was really good. I love all the performances. The writing was definitely the best out of the three Marvel shows. The ending was big and has a lot of You know, thanks for the future (laughs) coming up there that I'm sure we'll see again and get into. It was a a lot of talking and not a lot of action, uh, but I still did enjoy it. And the music too. Shout out to uh, Natalie Holt for doing the music. I've I've got the volume one to three soundtrack. And then of course the uh, four to six is coming out soon. So I'll be picking up that as well. But anyway. Yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot, and it's it's kind of up there with One Division for me. As uh, <laughs> the we only have three seasons or three uh yeah seasons so far. But anyway, what what series, are your thoughts? You series, series, yes, three series.
0: Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I there was one thing I disagree with you on. That's the writing. I I still think One Division had the best writing so mm-hmm. far of the series. Okay, but there is stuff in Loki that I think out outdoes uh, out both shows, and that's the visuals. I think visually this show is yeah. stunning. Yep. Um, I think uh, the WandaVision soundtrack itself was really catchy. The like yeah. theme songs and everything, but the score for this is probably the best out of all of them. <laughs> as much as I love Randall the Park and Cat Dennings and um, WandaVision, Mobius is now tied for probably second. And as far as supporting players go, I still think John Walker is the best supporting character we've gotten in mm-hmm. his uh, MC Disney Plus series. Um, and I think this is the best finale out of all three of these shows. Yeah. Uh, Falcon and Soldier was underwhelming. Yep. Um, I I actually, we both liked the WandaVision finale. I think I liked it a little bit more than you did, but.
1: Yeah, I liked um, the first like half of it <laughs> a lot, but then it just kind of gets into big things in the sky see, again.
0: I, I did enjoy all of it. Cause I, I expected them to kind of get into the whole CGI big battle fights and everything. Yeah. But, you know, the acting, and the emotional impact kind of. Mm-hmm. did it for me
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but loki is still fantastic and of course we're getting a second season which is awesome yeah it's too bad Kate heron's not going to come back for season two which sucks yeah but i'm sure whoever comes and does season two is going to be great mm-hmm. um yeah loki was fantastic only reason i i ranked it 12th in our marvel ranking thing i did with jacob on our instagram live make sure you guys check that out only re- I, I just wanted visions just the emotional impact then but also the week-to-week yeah. intrigue I thought was much higher on Wandavision than it was for Loki. Yeah, I just think there was much more to talk about, uh, and I think just the performances itself just kind of I, I I think this it was more of a surprise for me that it was that good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think each show, Ben, as far as Disney Plus is concerned, each has great things about it that kind of are, are better than each of the other Disney Plus shows. So like Run Overpass has the best action, mm-hmm. Wandavision I think has the better performances, and I think Loki visually and musically technically probably the best so mm-hmm. and it's and so you know i but i i've been happy with all three we've gotten and uh can't wait for what if but yeah loki very strong man very strong very strong series and i can't wait to see him in dr strange the multiverse of madness <laughs>
1: yeah we'll see where he shows up next and how it's all interconnected um so that is loki for you let's go to a netflix release of last week we recorded early last week so we had a, a lot of stuff to uh, catch up on but gunpowder milkshake dropped i believe wednesday
0: you mean john wick colon last week. gunpowder milkshake <laughs> come on me. come on
1: yeah it's got a lot of similarities with the the brutal action um, and, and assassins and everything i i quite enjoyed it i wasn't like super looking forward to it i guess i, I knew it was there it on my queue but um but yeah karen gillen did really good and of course the uh, the trio um, assassins that <laughs> join her in the fight and everything um, they were really good. And yeah, the the visuals. Talking about those for Loki, the visuals here I thought were were pretty pretty dang good, especially for a Netflix movie. And I, I usually don't like slow mo that much, but there's one really cool like long slow mo shot <laughs> near the end um, that was that was done really well. So, what else you got?
0: uh for the most part i had a really good time with the it, man it's just i gave it like a three and a half out of five just like a very solid entertaining netflix film yeah you know because we don't get a lot of those you know for <laughs> every gunpowder milkshake i always spend a marriage store. we get a kissing booth <laughs> so yeah you know but i think you know every now and then netflix has a hit this is definitely a hit i thought like karen gillen was great um the league the 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 supporting characters are actually my favorites though especially yeah. uh what was it? angela bassett carla uh what, how do you, carly no good you know
1: Cugino? yeah and
0: michelle oh, michelle yo yeah, was so good oh yeah um yeah. and of course I, I love angela bassett and everything she's in um paul giamatti was paul giamatti i mean yeah. he wasn't rhino so it was fine <laughs> uh and lena Haney was also pretty good you know i don't know if she's ever going to top her Game of Thrones status, because she, she was just so good in Game of Thrones, and I never watched it then, but I, I don't know if she's ever done a top of Game of Thrones stuff, but she was good here. My favorite stuff in this movie, though, was the action, clearly. That hospital fight was so creative, and so I, I, yeah. I watched that over and over on repeat, dude. That was so entertaining. Yep, um, It was just something different, and I liked how it just wasn't another, like, because sh- they could have easily just made it like another hallway brutal fight. That would have been <laughs> cool to look at, but right, the way they staged that was Pretty well done. Um, and they leave the door open for a sequel. That's all I will say. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to see one, but we are getting a sequel to the Tomorrow War. So anything can happen. <laughs> but right. hold on, Ben. And I did both like Tomorrow War. So, you know. yep. Oh, hold on, Ben. Actually, it says right here on April 30th, 2021, Deadline Hollywood announced um, that the picture company and Studio Canal were working on a sequel on July 26th. Studio Canal confirmed during a special presentation for its 30th anniversary in Cannes or Cons. That a sequel is officially in development.
1: Oh, interesting! All right.
0: So, breaking news there. Gunpowder ice cream number two. I can't wait. Milkshake, <laughs> ice cream, cookies. I don't know. They're gonna name it something else. I. I don't know. Let's just go through all the desserts. Gunpowder Oreos is next. Let's do it. Not
1: a sponsor, but yes, that does sound quite delicious. Um, yeah, good, good action. I guess the the story, real quick, we'll say too was that. uh, the best i guess maybe a little predictable it's not
0: the strongest no. it was very predictable but the little girl i liked a lot she, yeah. she wasn't annoying <laughs> these kid yeah. actors are doing a lot better these days and not being annoying so um that's right she uh for her and karen gillen had really good chemistry together so What's her <laughs> chloe chloe coleman that's her name i like her storyline a lot so yeah. yep
1: She was good all right well we had two big theater releases let's uh Let's let's get this one out of the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um what what did you call it before the show?
0: Ready Player Space Jam.
1: Yeah, uh the new legacy. Uh um,
0: no, just ready player space jam. I'm not calling it a new legacy. That's an yeah. exciting space jam. That's no.
1: I, I would agree. This this should not start a new legacy. Oh gosh. I, I don't even watch uh sports a lot, but I'm not really a big fan of LeBron James i, I kind of feel like he's uh,
0: well, we, now we have some issues here <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know just the, in interviews i've seen and stuff and especially after this movie i know the original space jam had um you know the, the build up and michael jordan shots of him being great and everything but i felt like every other joke here was was about lebron and how great he is and how uh other people are not as great and the whole opening credits was like uh, you know greatest hits of his whole career and everything. I don't know. It it's felt a little braggy to me. But anyway, yeah, this could have been fun, but I did not have that much fun. <laughs> um it, it took them however many years, you know 25 or whatever and they came up with this story that's and I know they're garnering towards kids to to enjoy it too, but um I don't know. There there was like open plot threads too that didn't really go into um and shout out to TV Movie Land on Instagram was saying that it would have been cool if they had done something like you know the cartoons were being left behind and and forgotten about the looney tunes but they wanted to be reinvigorated into the new you know stuff which they they kind of hinted at i guess with just bugs being there but then <laughs> it was just so easy to get everybody anyway but uh my favorite character was Don Channel's wardrobe he had some good, some good clues there. <laughs> I said that in my review. Um, yeah, it just was not, not that great. My two favorite parts were the recruitment. Um,
0: oh God! That oh. oh. <laughs> it
1: was I, there was a lot of pandering for for oh. Warner Brothers properties, God, all different stuff. Yes, way too much. Um, of course, I know like last time McDonald's and and whatever had had ads too, but it was it was a little ridiculous how many times Game of Thrones came up and I'm sure no kid that's eight years old that's cracking up in this movie has seen Game of Thrones. So who were who was the audience? I don't know. But the recruitment I thought some of that was, was a little fun and it was kind of fun jumping around to different movies um with the Looney Tunes characters. And then the second half of the game, I did chuckle a few times and was slightly interested. But then the rest of it was just not what else
0: do you got? Uh, this movie kind of bored me. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, the most entertaining part was just me and my sister just kind of laughing at how bad all this acting was. I mean, it, this, is just, <laughs> this is a bad movie, man. And I was I was really disappointed because I'm a big fan of that first Space Jam movie. You know, I know it's not a, mm-hmm. technically a good movie, but you know, yeah. it's, it's nostalgic.
1: Yeah,
0: it's fun. And I thought LeBron James was so good in Trainwreck. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get... <laughs> This LeBron that LeBron James in Space Jam. Okay. Mm, no. This was a, this was just a nice fire. <laughs> I didn't like anything until the basketball game actually started. Once mm-hmm. the basketball game started, that's when I was having a good time. And there are a couple of moments here and there. I was like, okay. The DC stuff, I will say the DC when they go to the DC world, that was cool. I, I did like that. Um,
1: that two minutes, yeah.
0: Yeah, that the the two seconds they were there. And the uh, the stuff also I liked a lot. The mascara stuff was cool. Uh, um, it was alright. Yeah, you know, I I I, I, I no. this is just a bad movie, man. It really <laughs> is. I yeah. gave it a two stars in my letterbox, and even I think that's that's pushing it a little bit. Um, I will say this though, I, I thought Don Cheadle had a lot, was having a lot of fun with this role. You could you yeah. could tell he was having a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> he was, yeah.
0: Um, so I did like him a lot um there is a the best part to me was a certain cameo my whole theater erupted Uh, that part to me was awesome that was clever That was really really clever um not gonna say what it is i think you guys are gonna have to watch all hour hour 55 two hours to get to it (laughs) yeah but it's worth it um the cameo itself is worth watching or you can look it up on youtube it's probably already there but um it's really clever (laughs) um this movie also just ends like really yeah. abruptly, like, Oh, okay.
1: Yep. Huge we're, stakes. We're and then it's just over.
0: We're done now. Okay. So, uh, Oh, and little Rel Howry too, who plays one of the commentators for the game. He was, he was hilarious. I like him and, and Ernie Johnson and Ernie. What,
1: yeah. We're hilarious.
0: Well, Ernie Johnson's always great, but, um, yeah, well you would have known you don't watch basketball. So you wouldn't well, know. I-
1: I know who Ernie Johnson is. Ye,
0: ye, 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 ye. No, you don't, you don't, you don't expect him enough. Um, you don't know how like, I know Ernie. Ernie, I go back. Anyway. Um, yeah, can we, let's just move on, man. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's whatever, dude. I, I don't even think any of the, the tunes impressed me, really, except for Bugs. I, I just, yeah. I, I really just didn't give a shit. Yeah. And I wanted to, I wanted to, so, oh. Well, I don't know if I should say that because that's also there's a lot of cameos in here. I will say this though, Ben, the opening of like LeBron's childhood, I actually liked that. That was kind of cool and it like montage through all of his career and stuff. Maybe that's just a basketball fan of me or whatever, but like I kind of enjoyed that. It was part.
1: like the same as the original.
0: And then he came on the basketball court and started talking and acting and it. <laughs> son, listen back?
1: here.
0: <laughs> Gotta forget the video game, Sean. Life, basketball.
1: Yeah, life. there's all sorts of adversaries
0: yeah it it was just you know but hey look it definitely is pandering towards the kids whatever fine i clearly this wasn't for us ben but i just i expected better yeah i expected at least to be more entertained so but our next movie did entertain me quite a bit
1: yes it did this is a another sequel um but these two movies are kind of more under the radar than Space Jam, I would say, but mm-hmm. uh, kind of underrated, I would I would think. Um, this is the Escape Room franchise because I guess we're there now. Um, <laughs> Anna and I watched the first one uh, a couple days before seeing Escape Room Two. Uh, I was interested in it mostly because Deborah Ann Wall was in it from from Daredevil. I like her a lot, and but I never got around to seeing it till then. And I, I was, it was pretty good. It had a little twist in the story that I didn't. Um,
0: you had a little you know, Larry David in there.
1: It was uh, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty uh, good. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. And then uh, we got to Escape Room Two: Tournament of Champions, which they say in the movie, which you said <laughs> made you laugh. Uh, it was
0: really funny, man. It was really yeah, funny.
1: Yeah, very very cheesy. But what did what did you think about the good. sequel?
0: All right, so me and my sister, we didn't even realize that our AMC was playing at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. Because so it's, like, <laughs> we usually don't start doing, like, preview shows when it's like, 5 or 6 o'clock. It's like, oh, make yep. o'clock, cool. So we just kind of went out, went and saw it. And uh, tiny, tiny spoiler, but they do do a, a cool little recap in the beginning before they the sequel, the movie actually starts. Like, like this, I, I didn't mind that. I, I didn't mind it.
1: I guess more so because I just watched the movie. I did not need that. but
0: Yeah, probably. Because, like, well, yeah. Because sure. I, I, I do not watched the movie, like, twice But I did see the first one. Me and my mom and my sister, we went and saw the first one together. Uh, And then me and my sister went and saw this one. Oh, dude, I had so much fun. We had so much fun watching this. And there is a turning point in this movie where my sister and I just kind of dropped our mouths like, what the fuck? They did this. They, Mm, shit, I can't say it, but it was really cool. It was really cool. And I thought the traps, the puzzles were much more creative in this movie than the last one
1: definitely Uh, much more and smarter
0: yeah like there is a i think i think our favorite was the bank scene the bank scene for sure for sure Uh, but i didn't didn't mind the thing in new york the thing in new york i thought was cool that probably has the most emotion that's the most emotional
1: (laughs) yeah i wish i hadn't spoiled that in the trailers but that was definitely intense
0: oh it was definitely yeah that's 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 what i liked about this this just felt intense there was only one puzzle in the first one where it felt intense, and that was uh the sort of the sideways, upside down room. Um, <laughs> yeah. That puzzle. I like that one. That was trippy. But and I also liked uh um our two leads more in this movie. When it was just the two of them, I liked their friendship they were developing and yeah, kind of how they both had a little PTSD from the first one. So Yeah. But what I like most about this movie better, it doesn't waste any time. It just gets right once they get to New York. <laughs> It gets going, it doesn't let yep. up. It's loud. Like this movie's loud as shit. I was like, oh my god, what's up with all these all this noise? It was either <laughs> that or my theater guy just decided to turn up the volume all the way to max plus. <laughs> Could but, have. um dude, this is a, a really, really good entertaining movie, and there's gonna be a third one. So, of course. Well, that comes by surprise I me, mean, like the ending, we're not gonna say what that is, but I was like, Oh, okay. Cause I I we can't talk about it, so we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go see it. Go see it. It's actually worth yeah.
1: watching. Yeah. I yeah. Fans, I, I whatever. I, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I liked it more than the first. I had more. Oh, I, I did too. Fun did with too. it. Um, thinking back on it, and after listening to some other podcasts talking about it, there are some very stupid things, honestly, and and like unrealistic. Uh, but just uh, just yeah, get some popcorn, watch it, and and enjoy it. I, I mean, this could be. Enjoyable. My
0: sister said something I was like, I thought was kind of done at first. I was like, no, that that could actually happen. This could be like our new saw. Just keep having like escaping kind of puzzles. Yeah, you know, it's a so tamer saw. Yeah, but yeah, it's PG thirteen. But you know, yeah, it's it's still the, the traps and and the puzzles are still intense enough to mm-hmm. keep you very entertained and engaged as long as I keep the human the, the dialogue to a minimum because
1: 30, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Dialogue, and this is still not the best. There is a care oh, one nope. last thing. There's a character in this who my sister and I called a very light Vin Diesel. Um, he appears <laughs> you, you know who I'm talking about now, right? Yeah, yes, he, yes. He, I don't know what movie he was in, but he was overacting so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but he's not in the movie long, so it's okay. Nope. <laughs> Thankfully.
1: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, keep it rolling. Let's go to... This was another Netflix, Nate, ooh, Netflix release. Harder to say than you think. Um, this is the conclusion to the R.L. Stein Trilogy, Fear Street. We're oh. going back to 1666 for a little bit in the movie. Um, I think you generally... Well, you like the first one more than me. And then I like I... the second one more than you.
0: I, I quite enjoyed the first one quite a bit okay. because, one, the characters were just not as many, and it was more of a bit <laughs> more personal. Yeah. Um, but I did say the second one, while it's good, um, the slasher elements in part two are better than the slasher yeah. elements in part one. But I have a lot of problems with this one, and yet I still had a good time Ooh. with it. So. Okay.
1: Um, kind well, of a quick, match. my – yeah. Yeah, I guess we should say that. It's kind of split into um, they're they're not in which world that long. Uh, Yeah, me too. I didn't really enjoy. I mean, the the story and how it connected with the other parts was interesting. And there is kind of like a build up in the ending part of that. I was like, whoa, okay, that's cool. But uh, I don't know. I'm not a big Salem. Yeah. Which person and it took quite a while quite a while uh,
0: to, to do it was like to, an hour before there. anything really got interesting <laughs> like, mm.
1: yeah it was oh, kind of like shit. building on characters that we didn't really need to know and i maybe it's just me i thought it was a little weird that they used the same actors as before i mean i guess they were trying to interconnect it more but i don't know i feel like different people i would have been just a bit more interested but it, it kind of but anyway it,
0: to, to me, it, it almost like it lowered the stakes of the second half just a bit. I don't know why. It, it feels worth to say that, but like they should have just to see them again. Yeah. yeah. It just, yeah. it didn't feel right, but they do do good job with the stuff they're given and the script. Yeah. Here was not, uh, no, I, I, it was, it's very bad. Yeah. I, I... <sighs> second half is cool though.
1: <laughs> yes yeah I was gonna get into that if we're done with the witch stuff
0: <laughs> I mean like you said there's there's good stuff in the first half, but it's just not as entertaining or as engaging as the second half,
1: yeah, which yeah, not getting into spoilers or anything of course, but it's uh yeah, the second half is a lot more fun there was it's it's kind of clever I mean what they do there' there's some yeah f- fun and smart things, and it's a little more uh actiony as well that i that I enjoyed,
0: yeah, for the most part yeah. I like how it wrapped up. I was like, that was a nice little trilogy. I'll probably mm-hmm. just watch the first two movies and just skip, maybe just fast forward to the second half of the third one. Oh,
3: wow. Well. Yeah.
0: And then the post credit scene happened and I got really pissed off and annoyed. So. <sighs> Me too. <laughs> I totally unnecessary. Just why? Why? Yeah. Why? Why?
1: Yeah. Too, too many movies are doing it these days. I mean, yeah. Well We don't. We got,
0: you all can't be the MCU guys. So we don't need quit that. it. <laughs> Stop it. Yep. This is a nice standalone trilogy. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. actually has a very nice ending, although it's kind of weird. Mm, can't get into that. But they two characters have lunch at a certain place, and I was like, "You're gonna choose to have your lunch here." That's that's a little weird. Isn't it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Y'all are gonna do that there, right there? Okay. Whatever. Fine. But. <laughs> It's a Netflix movie, so what can I say, man? Yep. I still had fun.
1: They are okay, fun, late-night watches with some friends, I would say.
0: Um, Not a bad all-nighter for high school. If we were in high school. Not a bad little all-nighter. So if there's any high schools out there, not a bad little all-nighter. And then forget about the next day, because we're probably going to be hungover.
1: (laughs) Hungover in high school? That doesn't make sense to me. But anyway. Yes, it does. You had some, <laughs> you had some uh, quick reviews you want to go over as well that I did not see. So I'll give uh, you the mic. Yes.
0: Um. Let me talk about. So okay, your time film. is up. Oh, screw you. Let okay. me talk about Werewolves Within. Cool. Uh, kind of a horror comedy from IFC. Um, didn't really have a lot of hype. I didn't even really hear about it until mm-hmm. it popped up on YouTube. There was a trailer for it, I noticed. Sam Richardson, who I like very much, mm-hmm. and the girl from AT&T. I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot she does some acting here every now and then. Like I got to say, man, it wasn't my favorite movie I've watched of the films that we're talking about today, but it's pretty damn good. It's like right outside my top 10 films of the year. Oh, cool. Um, it's, it, it's, very, it's, it's hilarious when it wants to be. It's scary when it wants to be. But What I said in my Box review was it's, a very, it's, it's very small scale. Um, but you really get to know these characters and really get to live with them. Um, Sam Richardson, and let me get this girl's name before I forget, um, the at t girl, Milana <laughs> Vintrub, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Miliana Vietrub. Uh, She's really good at it. There's a couple of twisted turns here I didn't see coming, especially the last one. The last twist, I was like, oh, shit. Did not see that coming. It's like a horror comedy kind of whodunit but it's just it's so engaging, so entertaining, and it it, it flies by. A bit. it's like an hour, a little over an hour and a half, but it flies okay. by. Okay. So, um, yes, you, if you guys haven't heard, if you guys haven't uh, heard of it or whatever, debating whether to check it out or not, check it out. Werewolves Within. I gave it a four half out of five on my letterbox. It is fantastic. Can't wait to buy it next week on digital. It's it's a great movie, and I'll probably be on on the streaming service at some point, but um, yeah. That is Werewolves Within. I'm going to skip my favorite movie from last. I'm going to talk about now here today with Billy Crystal and Tiffany Haddish, who continues to impress me, Benjamin. I, good, I am good. a good Tiffany Haddish fan. Mm-hmm. Um, a Stan, even. No. I am becoming a fan of <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. She, uh, I, I, I did not know this was also directed by Billy Crystal until the credits started rolling. I was like, oh shit. Oh, this cool. Directed by Billy Crystal, too. Look, it's very formulaic, and and it's storytelling like we've seen this you know story thrown up a thousand times. Older guy who's kind of losing his memory needs someone mm-hmm. to kind of you know be his right hand man. They build a friendship and everything, mm-hmm. but it's just the way it's executed with its performances and Haddish and and Crystal have much better chemistry than I thought. I thought the trailers it seemed kind of cheesy and forced. Oh it's yeah, not. It, they it's awesome. It's really really good. Cool. Um Definitely the best parts of the movie, and Billy Crystal made me cry a couple times. Not gonna lie, um, when he starts dealing with his dementia and everything, it it mm-hmm. it got to me. I was like, oh my god! And I don't really know anybody personally who has dementia or anything, but his, his performance in here was really good. Um, it's it's like a what do they call it? A dramedy is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, the drama works, not all the comedy works, and there's kind of this other storyline with um, he worked Billy Crystal worked for like this SNL ripoff kind of a thing. And he's helping this one Friday Night Live. Yeah, he's working helping this one writer kind of, you know, realize his full potential and it doesn't last long, but its resolution was kind of sweet. So it's uh it has a lot of heart. It's very charming. Um it is a definite recommend for me. Um it is you know it's not gonna be like best movie of the year or anything, but, but it's a very sweet movie. Very, very sweet movie.
1: So it's like the father but with a few more jokes.
0: Father didn't have any jokes, so it's like the father with jokes are not as good as the father. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah if you look, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the father, but not the father.
1: Yeah, that was a bad joke. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, my last movie, which has now entered my top five of the year, I am stunned by how much I enjoy this. It's called Holler with uh, Jessica Barden. Barden. And uh, was,
1: sorry, I'll let you talk
0: we can't have nice things in this world um I have lost my train of thought yes holler mm-hmm. shut up Ben um is a very very um uh, it is it this is a definition of an indie film Ben it is um I wouldn't say like art house or anything but it's a sm- very very small scale kind of a film um it's budget was probably like $20,000 I can't imagine it's budget being really high or anything but yeah. it takes place in a small town uh, Jessica Barton plays this girl named Ruth um she lives with her brother. Their mom is in rehab. And the, the mom and, 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 and Ruth kind of have this very strained relationship. And that's played out really well. But she's getting into college, or she got into college, and now she's trying to get money to get her way to college. Sound familiar? Yeah, because we've seen that movie about a thousand times. <laughs> but um, like I said, like you're with here today, it's Jessica Barnes' performance is ridiculous. It is so good. Um so, I mean she carries this film, and it's it's incredible um it's a very subdued, more quiet kind of a performance from her, but it's very effective, and it's ending. why I didn't cry or anything? I got a little choked up because it bought the it brings up something that a character had mentioned earlier in the film, but you know it basically follows her and her brother as they kind of um try to get work so that she can go off to school and everything and they work at this factory but they also get another job and you know they live in this small town it's sort of just the hardships living in this small in this life and it is incredible i love this movie so much and i, I was getting my hopes up because it had 92 percent on Rotten rights i was like <laughs> okay mm, okay it's probably a, an indie critical darling so i'll probably you know someone enjoy it you know yep. this movie's it's great and it's like. It's not the bad kind of slow, Ben. It's the good slow where you really get to, you know, take your breath, take your time with what's going on. And it's an hour and a half and it flies by. It is good. So it's, it's the good slow burn, Ben. It's a good slow burn. It has a very effective ending. So I can't wait to watch it again this weekend. It's, it's, I, I love it. It is now my third favorite film of the year, only behind Our Friend in The Quiet Place Part 2. So I have bumped it up ahead of films like, land and then the fallout and black widow it this is a tremendous tremendous film so i definitely recommend for me my favorite film i watched over the past few days cool and that's it for our movie stuff right did you have one more
1: mads mickelson
0: oh thank you that's right movie? another round another movie that's in my top 10 films of the year right now <laughs> um i, I just want to give off this warning right here hey america please don't remake this please please do not remake this i i, I beg of you yeah. Do not. Because I think they're making another round. And yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Writers of Justice, though. Uh, Mads Mickelson plays this army guy whose uh, wife and daughter were involved in a subway accident, ter- subway accident or terrorist accident. We don't know. Well, we do find out eventually, but <laughs> spoilers. Wife dies. That's not a spoiler. It's in the trailer, so don't worry. Uh, with the daughter who lives, and it's sort of just like him out for vengeance. And Mads Mickelson is really good at playing a dick because he has a dick <laughs> in this movie. He's like, I was about to say something really bad. He is a he plays a Mads? good, troubled, he, no, I was about to say something really even worse. He is a oh. good, oh. he plays a good, troubled soul, and um, he, you can tell he's clearly got a lot of PTSD. Oh, okay. The, I am running out of words to describe how great Matt's medical has been these last, like, I don't know how many years. Look, we've all known he's been a tremendous actor, but it seems like lately yeah. he has just been on this run of just excellence and it continues here. Um,
1: Ever since Casilius and Doctor Strange. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to thank you, Kevin you for screwing that up. Um, <laughs> God, what a waste of potential right there. Um, but he, so he gets. He's on a quest for vengeance, but he he meets up with these other with these group of guys who can kind of help him get to the get to his path of justice, hence writers of justice. Um, writers mm-hmm. of justice is actually the name of the game thereafter. Little little tiny, tiny spoiler there. But um the banter, the interaction with these four people between these four group of guys, and then when they eventually when the daughter gets involved and the daughter's boyfriend gets involved, it may seem like a lot, but it's actually it all works. Mm-hmm. The action's really great, but it's the character work that is so strong. The performances are really great, great human interaction, and pay attention to the opening. Like the opening is so important, so key, and so vital because it comes back in the end, and it's sort of like a really fucked up kind of a way. Um, Rise of Justice is, is also—I can't remember where I placed it in my 2021 best the best films of the year, but it's somewhere in my top ten. Probably won't be there by the time the year's over, but it's—it is a very, very great great movie from, uh, what's, his, what's this guy's name? Anders Thomas Jensen, who I thought he also directed The Hunt, but I got him mixed up with the guy who directed Another Round and The Hunt. I, yeah, I think Bird. Mm-hmm, this might be my first film I've seen from this guy, if I'm not mistaken. I'm looking at his filmography right now. I don't think I've seen a lot of stuff from him. Oh, no. I did see Probably. Tower, which was... Um,
1: oh, the Stephen King...
0: Yeah, that point. uh I
1: McConaughey thing. Yeah, yeah no. we do not need to talk about that. That
0: was that was nope. awful. But he redeemed himself. He did redeem himself with this. Cool. And it was um it's a very, very good movie. Oh good. He didn't direct it. He just wrote the screenplay, which is even worse. So um <laughs> but the writing and the direction, very, very strong here. Ben, check it out. It is excellent. I will
1: I will. I'm a Mickelson fan myself.
0: We all are. We all are. Yeah, these days. He, all he, right. Does, he does a lot of uh, foreign films, which is which is good. because yeah. He seems to excel in that. So.
1: Yeah, he definitely uh, opened my eyes to some several films, which is really good. Um, yeah, another round and then the hunt, especially.
0: Have you seen the hunt? Because. Yeah. Oh okay, I thought you haven't. That's right. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. no, I have. <laughs> a long there a time foreign, ago. That was a foreign film. I thought we talked about but you had not seen that. I did. Maybe I'm mistaken for somebody else. Um, but anyway. Moving on. Let's move on. Yep.
1: Uh, of course, we are the Infinity Film Podcast, but sometimes we like to talk about TV as well. So let's go into the TV corner. This yeah. week, I actually have something to say for for TV um, that's surprise, not Marvel surprise. related. I know. Surprise, surprise. Um, I mean, I, I watch some other, you know, sitcoms and other stuff in the background. But anyway, I did want to mention this one. So all my Beatles fans uh, and and Scott Mance, I know you're listening. He's a big Beatles fan too. So on Hulu, there is a six-part, 30-minute documentary, uh, McCartney 3, 2, 1, which is a little joke because he um, recently completed his trilogy of McCartney, McCartney 2 and McCartney 3 albums, but uh, it's him and Rick Rubin, a famous producer, and he was like a president, I think, of Columbia Records um, or something. He's, he's high up there, though. Worked with a lot of big-name artists. And it's them going through a bunch of the Beatles and uh, post Beatles songs of his McCartney's. And uh, it's, it's really good. The, there's some stories from the past that are really cool. Um, at first he shares a lot that I already heard. I'm a, I'm a huge Beatles fan. So um, I was kind of like, uh, okay, but, uh, but there, there is a lot of stuff that I hadn't heard before. And some of the best stuff is when they're standing at uh, the the mixing board and and both of them are just giddy and moving the sound up and down and i mean they'll drop out all the instruments and you just hear the the perfect harmonies of uh of the group and it's it's really cool you, you don't get that you know anywhere else so um stuff like that's really cool and then mccartney just remembering the old days is always always fun so i recommend that if you're uh the beatles fan or if you're trying to get into uh you know some some classic so
0: what you're saying is i should watch music. yesterday i will do that because i love yesterday
1: okay Yep. you, you heard me loud and clear then uh, uh you can watch that again but watch mccartney three two one first um
0: three two yep. one watch yesterday got it all right good
1: okay uh no you're not a huge beatles fan but i'm not a huge gossip girl fan so i'll hand it over to you for this
0: little Make it seem like I'm the biggest gossip girl fan in the world, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh yes, there is a reboot of Gossip Girl on HBO Max. <laughs> I got some things to say. Oh, where to begin? Where to begin? I miss you, Blake Lively, so much. I will never doubt you. You are Blake Lively is not a bad actress, Benjamin. She is not. She is not. She is very solid. Um, and also drop that gorgeous. That's right. Um, but let's talk about gossip girl. This new HBO Max uh, original, if you want to call it that. Uh, this show sucks. This is a really bad show. Um, I'm only two episodes in. <laughs> the, the, the first episode is, is, I really didn't want to watch any more episodes, but my sister told me, watch the second one. It's better. So, um, what happened? When was it? Yeah, so Friday after uh, we got back from watching Space Jam, I went and just sat down and watched the second episode of Gossip Girl, and it's better. Still not good or anything, but there's some good things about it. More like the, the stuff that happens with the adults, even though the adults are creepy as shit in this in this uh <laughs> in this show. I'm not gonna get into why. You just have to watch the show for yourself, but don't. Um, and yeah, the kids here are really annoying. Everyone's kind of got issues, and the writing for these characters are really bad. There is one person, one character I care about, and I can kind of see where her storyline's going from a, a thousand different directions. Well, that's from watching too many movies and TV, probably. But it is so freaking predictable where they're going to go with their character. If i it now, I might come back on here when the season finale airs and be surprised. But it's not going to happen. This show sucks, guys. I I can't recommend this show. It's um not if you were a fan of the original show, go ahead watch it. Give yourself a nice little punishment and watch two hours of just nonsense. Um, episode three does come out. <laughs> We'll be out when this episode, uh, when this episode, when our episode drops. So maybe next week I'll come on and tell you how great it was.
1: Mm.
0: But I won't. Probably, probably not. No, look, there's just too many characters to keep up with, man. So many freaking characters, mm. and I don't give a shit about any of them. I'll do. I'll tell you what I do give a shit about. Our next topic, because I'm done with this. <laughs>
1: well played. Well, then let's go to a trailers. Sound there awesome. you go. Plural.
0: Trailers.
1: Trailers. Oh my! Yes, yeah, several. Uh, real quick. Uh, did you see Seeing Red trailer, teaser trailer?
0: Yeah, I saw. It.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was okay. It's definitely just a teaser. Um,
0: I can I see I, Pixar does this so many freaking times. <laughs> yeah. a year before the movie comes out, I stop. It's so freaking annoying.
1: Yep. Yeah, they should wait. Um, I can see a lot of stuffed animals being sold with this one, uh, oh, God. Big, cute, cuddly red panda yep. bear. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting A girl when she gets nervous or mad or something, she turns into an animal, um, and we'll get a whole movie from that, but I'm sure we will go see it and, uh, and, and cry at the end at the emotional relationships that have formed or something, something like that.
0: <laughs> yep. I mean, I I mean look, I mean look, I wasn't too impressed with the Onward trailers either. So maybe I'll be surprised by this. Yep. I, you know, or even Luca. I wasn't really too impressed with Luca trailers. And you know, Pixar has this nice little run bit of not having the greatest of trailers. So we'll see what happens with uh with seeing Red Benjamin. But uh yeah, can't really give this a I can't really give you my full opinion until we get a nice full trailer. Yep hopefully I, like around I Christmas agree. time. That's when the trailer first trailer should come out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh and then staying in the Disney camp, there was Encanto, I think is how you say it. Yeah, um, another trailer I don't really I, know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Encanto, Encanto, yeah. whatever. It looks sweet. It's reminded me of Coco a lot. So um Yes. We'll see what happens. Um yep. another trailer, Disney trailer that I just don't give a shit about. But I'll probably watch the movie and be pleasantly surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. It seemed uh seemed semi fun. We'll see what uh, of course it's the, the you know odd person out with the story again. Yep, which, I haven't uh, seen that comes since up a lot.
0: yesterday, so you know, yep.
1: Oh, did they do that in yesterday? I guess he was the odd one out because he uh knew about the Oh you meant yes, okay. Anyway, let's get to something that you do like, not my jokes. Uh the last duel. You go first. You were very excited about this.
0: Dude, first of all, I was surprised because I actually kind of forgot that this movie was coming out. (laughs) Sure, yeah. And I was scrolling on YouTube and I was like, Last Duel, that sounds familiar. I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, shit. First of all, great to see Ben Affleck back. I haven't seen him since the way back last year. (laughs) Last year, but it feels like longer than that since we last seen Ben Affleck for some reason. Um, So great to see him black and he's blonde, which is weird. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, he looks funny.
0: But then we're getting a Matt Damon Ben Affleck reunion, which only only could mean good things, right? Only Ridley Scott's directing it, which has me worried. I'm I'm a fan of <laughs> Ridley Scott, <laughs> yeah. but his last kind of medieval thing he did, which was uh, Exodus Gods Among Exodus, oh I, yeah, I that was that uh,
1: God's versus Evil.
0: Yeah, I I that was really bad, and uh, the performances Whatever were great. Christian Bale is, but this has, but this has Oscar potential written all over it, just from the set, the production design, to the performances, to this really intriguing story. One thing, Ben, I think we can all agree on, Adam Driver's going to turn in a great performance no matter what. So, yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, he's probably the most consistent actor working right now, so I, the man could be in The Rise of Skywalker, huh, and still turn in a great performance, so, you know, well, I'm, I'm excited for this, man. This is, I, I have to rearrange my top ten most anticipated films for the rest of the year. This this looks awesome. I can't wait to see this.
1: Uh, to me, it looks interesting. I'm not huge on medieval stuff, oh. so I, uh, oh. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm not floored like you were, but definitely interesting oh. with the cast they have. And uh, let's see if Scott can oh. impress again. Oh. But that's all I got.
0: Let's go. you know he's been on the he's been on the has he had the Martian. And then, what else did he have lately? Um,
1: well, that was six years ago, wasn't it?
0: The Martian. That, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I that know,
1: was You really had good. something
0: else come out, right? What was it? All the money in the world. Okay, so we've had some good movies.
1: <laughs> no, he did something that
0: recently. What, what was it, Ben?
1: Was it a show?
0: Oh, I'm thinking of the movie that in? I'm thinking of the movie he's got he's got he also has coming out this year called House of Gucci. That's what I'm thinking of. Um which oh, also I forgot he was doing Iron that Driver too. Driver, now. yeah, yeah, So huh. yeah, his last movie was All the Money in the World and Alien Covenant. I actually <laughs> yeah. liked Alien Covenant. So, yeah, it was okay. Um The Martian, which is I personally might think is probably his best movie. Well uh, Gladiator. So I don't I don't know. I it's one of those two, but yeah, I can't wait to see this. Yep. Oh, yeah. Seems like uh, Adam
1: is a real, real driver, driver driving force. Whew, gosh. Okay. I'm losing it. Let's go to uh, something else that you were excited for that I am not, didn't even watch the trailer. Jackass! The,
0: not uh, Benjamin, yeah, but he can be a jackass story. sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <e-ho>. That's right. Yeah. Go ahead, Jackass. Please. Oh. Wow.
0: Okay. Oh, talk right. about
1: the trailer for Jackass. Yes, jackass is, Forever? forever jackasses
0: you can tell we have so much fun and the the love we have for each other on this show is just great um yeah i like this trailer a lot because one i haven't really liked anything jackass related since bad grandpa which was hilarious to me um but two just i i just have so many memories watching jackass like middle school and high school so i'm very excited to see this Uh, um it's probably going to be a bad movie but it looks like a lot of fun So I can't wait to get the guys together and just like fast and furious, Ben, just get the guys together and go watch something stupid for two hours.
1: Well, y'all have fun. Um, the only one I have seen is bad grandpa, which was okay.
0: Okay. Uh, Okay. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. I'll be down over here. So, (laughs) um,
1: okay. Let's, let's go on to, to keep up the positive mood I have here. Let's talk about malignant. Um, I think this one too. Were you more excited than me? I don't know. No, it was pic- another
0: trailer I want to talk about it because it was it was a terrible trailer. I don't give a shit. So. Oh, yeah, okay,
1: all right, we agree then. Um, I, I mean, I James
0: James James Wan,
1: movie. yeah, James Wan. Uh, you know, is coming up with his past movies, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know, I, I don't know. He hit hit made that miss very clear in the trailer the time, too.
0: He but... was like Conjuring and this yes. and that. I was like, yes, James, good job. We, we get it. Done yep. that stuff. Yeah. Well done, James.
1: Yeah. So. uh Yeah, you, you were like before talking about uh, it was creepy and stuff, and it is creepy. But it, yeah, it is very just. It's just another <laughs> imaginary friend possessing movie. So
0: I, I will say though the vision, some of the visuals were kind of cool though. I will say that. Yeah, so.
1: the like smoky stuff, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you I call like it. That. Yeah, but
0: this is, this is probably going to be another bad horror movie. So. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. Moving on. Are we yes. done with trailers? Can I get to my um, thing about some speculation?
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Some spidey stuff. What you got?
0: Uh, well, it's more of a question, Ben, because oh. that seems to be the room around the town here is when the f- hell are we getting this damn Spider Man <laughs> No Way Home trailer? Um, yeah. I I have given up. I, I I really have. I'm done. I'm done with the speculation. I'm just when it drops, it drops now because I, yeah. I. I you know, I follow these Marvel pages on Instagram and each one of them thinks they have a standalone source. <laughs> I, I, we know a guy who knows when the trailer's coming out. So I was I'm, yeah. I'm, it, it got ridiculous yesterday because the, the rumor was like, <laughs> hyping up. The trailer's going to come out yesterday. And I once again fell for it. So I've, <laughs> I'm done doing this. I learned my mistake from Endgame of not waiting for trailer, just trailers. Trailers, trailers, trailers. I'm, I'm done. Truthfully, this is my hope, Ben. If mcguire and garfield are showing up which it it looks like it's happening now if you haven't seen loki finale spoilers multiverse is fucked up now um so it, it it looks like we're getting garfield and mcguire when that when that happened then i was like okay that's confirmation so um sony do your job and do not show them in the trailer making a surprise
1: if you yes, show them in the trailer agreed
0: I'm, I'm gonna hate you i'm i really am because sony's terrible with their marketing yes <laughs> amazing spider-man too. um so i just yes. just just please don't spoil anything but i am i am optimistic then because kevin foggy's hands are on this too so i'm i know he doesn't have control over sony marketing but this is also this is also a marvel production so there is hope that sony won't spoil like they like, they, like
1: they <laughs> yeah well of course the other homecoming and far from home uh, spider-man movies i think revealed a lot in their well homecoming trailers. just
0: showed almost the entire movie yeah and far from home yeah. gave away the whole mj knows who peter is which was like yeah. what the fuck so we don't i mean i'm here's hoping that they don't just please the hype is there already you don't yeah, really <laughs> you don't need to show a lot Yep. I mean, you can just show somebody like, on a cell phone swinging around and be fine with it. I we don't need much. Just don't give away the big character reveals. Exactly. I you know, don't don't let us know how they come how they come in. Don't I want to see that.
1: Yep. Yeah, so, I'm not I'm not big on speculating. I like when stuff comes out for real and talking about it. Um well, yeah, I don't
0: they... you know that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, I know. Um, yeah, please do it like you did for Endgame, where that first trailer was just like scenes from came the out first nowhere. twenty minutes and yeah. came out of nowhere and didn't give away anything.
0: The second trailer was like that too. That was it was like one morning it just dropped. It was like, oh, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it it, it kind of has that hype. It, it, it's not Endgame, Infinity War level hype, but it's it's right. getting close. Yeah. It's getting close to that kind of hype. So <laughs> first man um, movie of all, all. Yes,
1: all yes. But uh, let's go on to some actual concrete news. First off, I had Antonio Banderas is officially in Indiana Jones 5. Beyond. I am. I am. High- oh, man. I am excited. Puss, Puss in boots. boots. <laughs> uh, he's got his sword and he's got his whip. Let's see who wins. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited. That's like a sex thing. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean for that to come across that way. Um, but... Uh, I was going to say, oh, the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Well, not an excellent movie. Um, Antonio Banderas is in that one, and he was the villain, and he was—he was kind of fun. I don't know. I don't I enjoy tell me. Seeing I'm watching
0: him. it on Friday, so don't tell me. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, it's fun coming out on digital this weekend. So, yep. I um, yeah, I skipped that theatrical release. I'm not doing that shit. So yeah, mm. uh, he's
1: he's he's fun in it. So I I, I enjoy seeing him. <laughs> um but yeah i don't have anything else on that i'm just excited i really want to see the movie but i know we got quite a while so let's go to uh, an hbo max release i had written down when i was doing notes earlier that we had um some some casting choices here to choose from uh, or to, to talk about at least, but now we officially have the casting for Batgirl.
0: Y'all about to hear a rant. Y'all about to get
1: it. it. Oh my. It is Leslie Grace from uh, Fresh Off of in the Heights fame. Um, I hadn't seen her in anything else, but I thought she was really good in that. She was one of the better actors, better character arcs um, in that movie, personally. So I am interested to see what she will bring to the. Batgirl table. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Batgirl outside the awesome video games. Uh, she, was in, she was in one of them. You couldn't play as her, but I, Barbara Corden showed up. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think it was Arkham, uh, Arkham City, I think.
1: City? Or Night? I don't know. No, I need I'll to play those again. Been,
0: I think it might, it might have been both.
1: Yeah, okay. It's been a while. But th- those are great games. But anyway, um, I think you're going to talk more about the uh, <laughs> maybe one person in particular that was not um, casted, we had Isabella Merced. Merced. I wonder, minded her. Yeah. Um, Haley Lou Richardson. Hey. Uh, yeah. yeah. she Was she in Edge of Seventeen?
0: Mm-hmm. She played on uh, uh, Haley Seinfeld's best friend. Yeah.
1: Friend? Yeah. I thought she was She's really good at that.
0: Now. Yeah. She was also good in uh, Unpregnant, another HBO Max movie really that came out last year. She was actually really good. In oh, okay.
1: Game, so. uh, and then the other casting choice um, Zoe Deutsch. How sad are you?
0: I'm sad. I'm probably so sad. <laughs> First of all, I got hyped yesterday when they announced all those four twins. I was like, oh, these are not bad choices. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Zoe Deutsch, I was like, Zoe Deutsch, let's go. Because I think <laughs> Zoe Deutsch needs my love, man. She has been underrated for a while now and she deserves her big break. Um, <laughs> I was kinda of waiting for that big blockbuster she'll get in and I'm gonna have to wait. So come to the MCU, Zoe. We need we need everybody else in Hollywood. So um <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm disappointed, Ben. I'm I'm disappointed. I, I love Zoe Deutsch. She's itching closer to my top 10 favorite actresses of all time. She's wow. yeah, I, she has a really great range of diverse, whether it's Zombie Land 2, which she was the best part of Zombie Land 2. <laughs> um, she had a show come out called The Politician, which was hilarious. She had this drama show come out, drama show, drama the film, what was it called? Uh Before I Go, Before I no, Before I Fall. Um, was also really good she's just she has this really great range and then i think her best performance she's given is buffalo the small little indie film that came out last year which was she was amazing in that so i'm disappointed i'm happy for leslie grace though because I, she like you said she was one of my favorite characters and in, in the heights probably my favorite character actually um, i thought she was excellent and uh so let's see what she has man as long as she's not singing because she has a singing background so if she's not singing um, i don't want Barbara Gordon, but. I need justice for Zoe Deutsch. I, I need I need justice for Zoe Deutsch, please, please, please.
1: All right. Well, maybe she'll get another superhero role here soon enough.
0: She she deserves it.
1: Um, and why I don't know why Batgirl is it's a movie, right?
0: It's an HBO it, Max movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why is it going straight to HBO Max?
0: DC's doing this weird thing because I don't know what to do with their universe right now, where they're having you know these separate movies and you know DCEU <sighs> movies. DC, okay. a word of advice just have all these movies be in their own universe. Honestly, it works better that way. When yeah, separate them. Everything. Yeah. I, even, I mean, the Wonder, Woman, the, the Wonder Woman films didn't really connect to anything. I mean, they have references to the DCEU, but not really. Um, Shazam has a reference to Aquaman, but that's really it. Oh, but they have the Superman thing at the end, so whatever. The headless Superman, then. Yeah, the headless Superman. But yeah, man, I... It, can can we just go back to the Joker days when everything's just standalone? Can we go back (laughs) to that? I mean, think about it. Standalone, didn't connect to anything, just a great individual story. And the DCEU films films afterwards, like Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman 84, they all have been kind of not referencing anything towards the DCEU. And it just works better that way, man. Because when they try to connect everything, you get 2017, Justice to So Or 2016, Suicide Squad.
1: Barf. Well, let's move on to people that do know how to connect stuff. Uh, Marvel has found a director for Blade. And it is, apologies ahead of time for, if I mispronounce, uh, Basam Tariq. uh, That's what I'm going with. He directed Mogul Mowgli from last year, starring Riz Ahmed, which I... Uh, fortunately, I've not seen yet but um, what's well, not out of the heard. states yet well there you go <laughs> um,
0: huh, be I did the not states. know that okay. it will be on the states what is it September 3rd so about a month oh wow okay month and a half. Yeah.
1: Um, I'd heard yeah I'm hype about it with other people seeing it didn't even realize Honestly, I wouldn't hear yet you so. read
0: the uh, synopsis for this you're going to yeah. think so much of Sound of Battle because it sounds oh, exactly really? like Sound um, I'm just going to read to you Zed okay. is a british pakistani rapper who was based in New York. Before his European tour begins, he is diagnosed with a degenerative autoimmune disease. He returns to see his Pakistani family in London.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, sounds like Sound of Metal, doesn't it?
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> it, wow, that's very similar. But I love Sound of Metal, so <laughs> maybe uh, – hey, maybe it's all connected, and it's, uh, it's a variant of uh, – of Riz Ahmed. Anyway. Well, hope the
0: same character because that character might have been through shit.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen anything from uh, Spasam, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I like when
0: they bring, um,
1: you know, lesser known, I guess, or, or newer people
0: to... Russell uh what Marvel play, does, man. They bring direct. these lesser known directors except for probably Joss Whedon and Jon Favreau and they just let them yeah. have the reins. Yep. Because um, I, I don't think, well, Ryan Coogler was... He was kind of big time before Black Panther, but Black Panther yeah, kind agreed. of put him on the map. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Um, I think that's it, though. Everything else has kind of been smaller on the scale. Nope, no, no. Nope. Take that back, Kenneth Branagh. So, yeah, yeah. Anybody else? Rus- no, the Russos kind of made the name of the MCU. Um, John yeah, Watts, most, not really. Were
1: smaller. Yeah.
0: We could have had Edgar Wright, but you know that didn't happen. So,
1: <laughs> oops. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of some some feuds uh, behind the scenes, I've been doing good on segues today. There was uh, some news with uh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> uh, well, not really news, but uh, just a little quip from uh, Dwayne Johnson.
0: You the Rock is no to, longer family.
1: You wanted to touch on?
0: <laughs> no, it's just I, I find this whole feud between these two uh, overly testosterone men, exhausting and hilarious. <laughs> I mean, these guys just need to learn how to get along because... I think Fast Nine and Fast Eight were both missing the Rock so much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean his presence is definitely felt. Um, it's definitely missed throughout both of these movies. I mean,
1: well, Fast Eight he was in a
0: little bit. What am I thinking of then? He wasn't in. Um... Oh well, you know why? Because he he was barely in Furious Seven. Um, mm. But you know he. I, so yeah. I... I <laughs>
1: Daddy's gotta I, go to work.
0: Yeah, I fast nine, his his presence was his, he was he was missed, Ben.
1: Yep. He was
0: yep. missed. Uh um, you're right. i that's right. He wasn't eight, but I don't I'm not really a big fan of Fate of Furious, the so whatever. Um yeah. whatever. These guys dude, if he's not gonna be in ten eleven, oh well. He'll make a yeah. million dollars somewhere <laughs> else doing jungle cruise. Oh my gosh. Fate of fate of the ship. So
1: uh yeah, he uh what did he say? He read something about uh, Vin Diesel said he was trying to get the most out of he that he could out of his character and uh, was getting into to a place he needed to be. And The Rock just said he laughed.
0: Yeah, because these movies uh, had the fun. Rock. You know how <laughs> stupid these movies are.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I just... Oh my god! I love that line from Vin Diesel in, Fa- in Fast Nine. I know he did the best you could, buddy. But you know, Jake about to do some harm. Oh then. <laughs> Oh good Oh Jesus! Oh, oh yep. Jesus. Yep.
1: Well, at least the production is saving money on baby oil. So that was when you were supposed to laugh. Okay, anyway.
0: I mean that was a fast theory <laughs> six kind of a joke, so you missed the cut yep. on that one. Yeah. So
1: too late. Yeah. Uh our last topic here, thanks for sticking with us, um, is some pretty recent news about Marvel. Guess who? They're they're back. This is the third time we're talking about on this episode. But uh what if what if it's coming out soon we're both excited that trailer was cool um they're going to the animated route which is something very new for them after you know however many years so uh, it's it's cool we're excited yay but then they announced that um uh, they're going to have some other animated shows coming out and they're even having a a mini studio separate uh from from Marvel Studios I guess to to make these and i think you and i both kind of had the same reaction that it's getting to be a little too much.
0: Well, here's the thing, man. Um, We haven't even gone through half. We just got through half of our Disney Plus shows this year. <laughs> we still haven't even hit the second yeah. half. And yeah. We still yeah. have three MCU movies. And then next year, we're probably going to get we have four MCU movies. And uh, what is it? Right now, three shows. I think it's Moon Knight, Secret Invasion, and She-Hulk. I don't think Loki Season 2 is coming out next year. Um, I, I'm, I'm My guess is right now it's probably going to come out after uh ant man three that's that's my guess which kind of sucks but whatever um yeah my thing is kind of I, I love the passion I know you're I one thing I love about Kevin feige Beb is that he is definitely a fan, right? He you know when you see yeah. him doing interviews and everything he talks like a fan. He talks like one of us. He doesn't sound like a corporate douchebag or anything. Yeah um he, he you know you can tell he's passionate about these projects. Slow down Kevin slow down man I mean this is a lot this is getting to be too much. So um I mean look I'm excited because Ben and I are both Marvel fans. So obviously we're gonna watch it. But oh yeah. I just I, I, I worry about what's the word I'm looking for here? Um over saturation. You know, yeah, I'm just, just too much programming because I've you know I just had a conversation with somebody on the phone the other day, Ben, that they haven't even caught up with Falcon or Soldier yet. Um <laughs> and it's just like it because I get it though, it's a yeah. lot. It's a lot, man, and yeah. not everyone has time to watch it, you know, the yeah. day of or the day after, so I mean, people are still catching up on Loki
3: mm-hmm.
0: I, you know, so I just whatever happens, I, I hope it's not connected to the MCU, I hope it's kind of its own little animated thing, maybe the animation stuff connects yeah. together, so maybe, but yeah, there's a debate going on right now, of what if is part, is can or not because there's a, there's a report going out that it is, and there's other people saying it's not I I really hope it's not. I kind of hope it's just its own anthology kind of a thing. I really don't yep. want to have animated stuff crossing over to our live action stuff, but yeah, that's, that's a weird. personal preference of mine. But we'll see. We'll see, Ben. I I'm look. as an MCU fan. I'm happy. As a I, I warrior for the casual fan, though, Ben. I just yep. work for the casual fan.
1: Yeah, I I have the same sentiments exactly. Um, still gonna watch them, but. It's almost uh, a little too much. And I understand, especially this year, they're trying to catch up after having a whole year off, um, you Which know, and having every stuff planned. Yeah, yeah. It's been cool getting stuff, uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of a lot of weeks ahead of the year. Um, but uh, I don't know. Well, think about this, it's going to be a lot second to catch half, up,
0: catch up look with. Look at the second half of this year. We got What If, and then like three weeks later, we got Shang-Chi. And then we're probably going to get either Miss Marvel or Hawkeye in November, we get Eternals, and then probably another show in between that <laughs> and Spider-Man, so yeah. <laughs> shit. Yep.
1: Yep, we're excited, but it feels like a lot, but we'll see. We'll let you know if we're tired of it or not <laughs> <None> <laughs> when <laughs> when all of it starts coming out. Yeah, we're so excited for the the recent uh, or upcoming stuff they have right now. So, but you,
0: know what, you know what's going to be interesting, Ben? The conversation is going to have to be are they gonna start doing these things weekly or or to not feel so jam pot jam packed that they're gonna release these all at once? I guarantee you that's a conversation they're gonna start having real soon. Mm-hmm. Watch those because those live keep...
1: action shows they should keep weekly.
0: I, I agree, but you're you're definitely gonna get some people out there who just feel like it's a lot doing it weekly, and then on top of it, you get like a movie coming out in between. I guarantee you there's gonna be some conversations going around every once in a while. I don't think it's gonna happen, but they're definitely yeah. having those conversations.
1: Yeah. People will talk. But we are done talking for the Infinity right. Down this week. Yeah, that yeah, was, was pretty good on time. We covered a lot. Um, thank you all for listening and stay tuned to the next segment, which I believe is 2016 Summer Retrospective. Toss awesome oh,
0: back. More Marvel, speaking of over again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. That is right. But hey, we're uh hopefully we're all fans and i love talking about it so <laughs> uh and if you want even more marvel stuff check out our latest episode black widow uh number 60 it was a big one
0: and want uh, even more marvel stuff jacob and i just did a whole three hour live stream on instagram <laughs> which was a lot of fun i mean that was a lot of fun we had a good time doing that um That's just right. ranking yeah. every, all 27 marvel projects we were supposed to have kenneth on said i no. <laughs> a good thing we did it because just two of us already went over three hours for almost three hours so cool. yep. I mean the viewers Ben are about to hear us talk about Civil War again so I, <laughs> I'm sure they're all excited for that
1: well I'll be sure to check that out one day too um, I watched <laughs> came on watch part of it but I was uh, let's say busy but anyway uh, thank you all for listening hope you enjoyed the show and the rest of the show you got anything else read?
0: um no enjoy more marvel talk um Indeed. we're moving marvel talks to mondays until some new shows start coming up but i think just because movies are coming back and i see a lot of movies on thursdays i i kind of want to put i'm moving i'm making the smart executive decision here to move these moving these to monday um i just think it, it just works out better ben Plus, Ben doesn't do laundry on Mondays, so maybe he can join in every once in a while. So,
1: I'll let you know. But, uh, <laughs>
0: oh, always move along. Oh, that's right, it's uh, uh, yoga Mondays. That's right, he does yoga. That's right,
1: Goat Yoga Mondays on my calendar. But anyway, thanks, guys Thanks, you guys. <coughs> it's been a year, and we're still doing this. Anyway, thank you, everybody, and uh, enjoy the rest of the show.
0: So thank you guys for joining us on this wonderful morning, afternoon, evening Uh, Wherever you're watching, whether you're listening to us on a date night Or while you're watching the game Or having dinner with the fam Or driving in your car Listening to us during work Or, you know, just listening wherever We appreciate you guys listening to us Uh, My co-host, who needs no introduction Benjamin Saunders is with us (laughs)
1: Hey, hey, Rod Uh, I'm excited to be Back again talking movies and to go boldly where no one has gone before.
0: I don't get it. Anyway, (laughs) I know I got it. Um, Ben, we've been doing this summer movie retrospective and 2010 to 2015, and it's been a lot of fun going back and revisiting some of these films. Yeah. Talking about them. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Now we're getting to the good stuff, and uh, Ben told me I had to control myself because. um, Yeah. A little bit. uh, yeah, so I have to. I might not be doing that much talking today. Otherwise, I I'll be talking for about four hours. So uh-huh. um, I'll be, and I'm, I'm sure Ben will have his little 1980 stopwatch there to keep me in line. Um, so, we, well, we are talking about 2016 uh, summer summer films. You <laughs> know, oh boy, Ben, why don't you just sit back for a second, man? Because I'm about to unleash. Um, I'm about to put Suicide Squad. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Suicide Squad was a film that came out this year, but we're not here to talk about Suicide Squad, really. Um, there was one film, uh, this year, Ben, that Mm -hmm. uh, highly anticipated for me, Mm uh, kind of the turning point for the MCU. Captain America: Civil War came out in 2016, Benjamin. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh shut up. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, I don't, I, you know, I'm not even a comic book reader, Ben, but uh, as for me, I love that Civil War comic. I I have it digitally. I have it physically here in one of these boxes. I still haven't unpacked. Um, this is one. This was in my top ten of most anticipated films of all time. Uh, the marketing. Ben, for this movie was insane to Mm -hmm. the least. Uh, It was great. You know, the whole hashtag Team Tony, hashtag Team Cap thing was that was that was fun. Um, The trailers were intense and great and emotional. And that still didn't get me prepared, Ben, for for what for what I was uh, getting myself into. Um, Because to this date, it it isn't anymore, but until but to this date uh, in May, Mm -hmm. uh, Civil War was the longest. MCU film. So I, I was actually a bit concerned until it's like, oh, it's the longest MCU film. Are we just going to be doing a bunch of talking for two and a half hours? <laughs> ben, there are not enough words in the English dictionary to tell you how much I love this movie. Well, uh, as most of you know, or if you don't, if you're a first time listener, first of all, welcome. Hey. Uh, Civil War is in my top 10 films of all time. It is actually, Ben, it actually moved up to number six actually it might have always been number six um but it's it's been tiered in between six and five for a long time and i have it firmly placed in, at, at six right now mm-hmm. um what this movie did to me on not just a spectacle level, but on the emotional level especially you know because up until infinity war we've been kind of building towards civil war Ben. yeah um to say i was excited for this was an understatement i got to go with some buddies of mine and um thursday night and packed house on our local amc and you know the crowd wasn't as and i want to say enthusiastic because there were moments of applause and stuff but it wasn't as you didn't get that full excitement um that that thursday night that I got the next day when I went and, and saw it again with my sister. But um, dude, this this movie is is just a train is a roller coaster of emotions. Um, the movie starts out with a great action scene, and then we take some downtime. Ben, for about 30 minutes, we no 30, but maybe 20, 25 minutes. There's a lot of downtime mm-hmm. to really just see where our characters are at. You know, gotta catch up with Tony, Nat, you know, Scarlet, and everybody. You know, um see what bucky has been up to the past couple of years, and um, you know this this really is, in my opinion, except for endgame, this might be the best exploration of these characters we have um, for, for, for most, for most, for most. yeah I'll say most. Um, but I got to start because it's about these two. it's about 28 cap. Um, now I, I get I get it, Ben. a lot of people call it Civil War Avengers 2.5. I don't necessarily disagree with that notion. Um, I don't argue with people who say It's a Adventure 2.5. But if you really dig down into it, if you really st- study this film like I have, this is <laughs> really a Cap movie through and through. Um, it starts with Cap. It ends with Cap. And yet it's about Cap and Tony. But then it's also about Cap and Bucky. Yep. And it's really about Cap being selfish for a change this is really the first time where we see Cap being selfish. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Cap kind of always, you know, this is the brilliance of of, the Vikings and the MCU. Cap, up until this point, has always been the man of follow orders, follow the government, do what they tell me to do. Now it's like, you know what, after Winter Soldier, after S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra and all that, and after Tony almost destroyed the planet in Ultron, yeah, F the government. (laughs) Um... I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I know who Bucky really is, and um, you know, poor Bucky, poor Bucky, man. <laughs> I mean, this guy goes through the goes through some shit in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm look. I'm not gonna go do a whole deep dive into Civil War here, but I'm just gonna talk about the highlights, which is everything. But um, <laughs> uh, to me, real the real highlights of this movie are Downey's and Evans' performances. I, I, this is still down to second best performance in the MCU. It's not my favorite, but it's just, damn it, Ben, it's it's so good. He is really, really great in this movie. Um, that argument scene they have in the second act at the FBI headquarters, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just those two talking and, and and Cap almost got on board with signing the Accords and then, you know, Tony had to go and mess it up when he bought up Wanda. It's, just a, it's a riveting conversation. Um, and it's all because of their performances uh so that's one of the highlights the action sequences next level i mean they they want to step above from the winter soldier and of course the airport scene i mean what a scene what a 16 17 minute scene that was um edge of my seat clapping cheering laughing the whole time and oh yeah yeah i mean that i mean i'm, I'm sure you'll touch upon it a little bit too uh and then also I, I got to say this, the Russos did something that I... Because the Russos, even before this movie got released, they were assigned to do Infinity War and and the un, at the time I had the Untitled Avengers 4, which is you know Avengers Endgame now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hesitant because I was like, well, okay, they dealt with the, some Avengers and Winter Soldier, but they didn't really have that kind of roster yet. What what, what Could they handle this kind of roster? Civil War kind of um solve all those problems for me because the way they balance every single character giving everyone their moment is perfect perfect um so the Russo brothers directions i highlight and then of course um then we gotta mention him rest in power chadwick boseman yes um what an introduction fantastic intro mm-hmm. he's probably the second or third most important character in this movie yeah um he has his own, he, he's, he has his own arc in this film and, um, actually really that everyone has their own arc in this film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he kind of, he has probably the most important arc besides Capitone. He probably has the most important arc yeah. throughout the entire movie. And, you know, he goes through his own journey of, you know, being vengeful, wanting to kill to someone who, you know, I was about to make, do, make, do the wrong decision. And he still has a lot of learning to do. Um, and then of course ben our favorite superhero of all time spider-man our boy tom holland showed up i mean stole every single moment of that airport <laughs> fight. oh my god was <laughs> well, he great or what i mean that see that that line of you have a metal arm oh that is awesome dude I, damn dude and then um you know one of the most uh underappreciated but under lines of the movie is when they're all charging towards each other (laughs) and spidey goes they're not stopping (laughs) um i always get a kick out of that and then have you uh, seen that really old movie empire strikes back Back. (laughs) but then i think the highlight of that airport fight scene though for me at least ant-man turning giant dude yeah did not see that coming but as soon as he was like walking said, i got something kind of big or something like that right and um you know i was i was like what's this, what's he talking about what's, oh he, and then my buddy was like i think he's gonna turn big i was like no they're not gonna. oh okay <laughs> and, I, and, and peter's reaction was kind of all of us right like holy shit <laughs> yep and uh
1: and Paul Rudd's like a slow laugh. Oh, dude, that was <laughs> His reaction re-
0: yeah, is so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you no, know, I feel like Ben, Spidey, and and and, and Ant Man are kind of like our eyes to the fight. Yeah, because um, they're the most human of all, all these other powered beings and everything. They feel the most like us. But, you know, like because we we would have those reactions. But, if yeah, we were, if we were there. Yep. You know, um. So yeah, that fight scene is great, but really the the what really got to me, Ben, was that the last, really the, the whole third act is just an emotional is an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Cap, Tony versus Cap and Bucky. I gotta say, man, people kept saying, "Oh, Tony got Cap won the fight." If you really think about it, Tony kind of won that fight, man. He held his own against two super soldiers. <laughs> I get yeah. it, Bucky kind of helped him out, you know, but. You know, when you find out that someone killed your parents and he said it right in front of you, I don't care what one says. Yeah, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill that guy. Mm. That was the – that's the most human reaction I think I've ever seen in the MCU. Yep.
1: Um,
0: And that fight scene was emotional, and it tore the Avengers apart. Zemo did his job. He did what he set out to do. He tore them apart from the inside. Look, he he wasn't going to beat them physically. (laughs) Zemo, (laughs) please. Um, and I liked the little twist too, but I think we talked about this before. I liked the route that they didn't go the whole um, super soldier thing. That was just a whole big misdirect. Right. I love that. Yep. So um, as, as much as I love this movie, Ben, wasn't the biggest fan of the post-credit scene, the, the mid or post-credit scenes. Um, I did enjoy the one with uh, Bucky getting put back under, you know, going to sleep, you know, trying to get him fixed right uh, when it was wakanda but i the spider-man one i was like uh that was cute little tag for homecoming whatever sure uh, but before i let you speak Ben, i gotta say this shout out to my hot aunt may <laughs> all right your turn I, I, <laughs> I, I don't anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go on for a while so i need i need a buffer here so let's keep, go 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 <laughs> well
1: Uh, I think you've only left me with minute number 53 and boy, what a minute that was Uh, (laughs) cool um, action. Yeah. Yeah. My, my overall thoughts uh, loved it. Um, It was, yeah, it was my favorite MCU movie at the, at the time. I think it has been surpassed. Yeah. Um, Or, or at least when it, when it came out, I I was uh, in with the hype and everything. Yep. um mm-hmm. but now uh you know on other podcasts i've said uh, winter soldier is my favorite um right. which I, I think it is but um it's but yeah
0: a great, uh, the, a great debate to have though ben yes <laughs> <a> winter soldier <laughs> or civil war oh yeah. man
1: <laughs> interesting we should do a debate on that sometime um mm. but yes yeah love the movie uh you went through a lot of a lot of the highlights that i would i would echo um i remember yes uh i would even remember before <laughs> having arguments with my friends um and and none of us read the comics but we were so in the mcu we were you know saying oh well you know tony's right here obviously we're like no no cap you know he's got the better standpoint and everything so we, we'd we go back and forth for you know, two hours just talking and then arguing and uh we never punch each other but it I got close um but yeah it, it's great great film and like you said too with the russos um coming back you know i, I love winter soldier like i said and um but i was like oh interesting because not many directors have have come back just john favreau and uh joss whedon i guess um and those were you know sequels not as good as the first for many uh but but this one was up to the level of winter soldier maybe more and of course like you said uh coming back for the avengers got me extra extra hyped so um yeah and the 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 yeah well you went through it all but the the very ending the, that scene well i was just shocked when i heard that um It was Bucky that had killed Tony's parents, and big shock. Yeah, and yeah, the acting there is top notch. From the way R.D.J. with his eyes, man. Yeah, yeah, he's just a slight (laughs) turn of the head and and (laughs) staring down Cap. And did you know? And he's like Tony, I. And he's like, did you know?
0: Oh yeah, chills. Rogers, did you know? Yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> hell, go. Yeah. Um yeah, then when Cap says like that, you know, like that, yeah, I knew. I was like, oh Cap. Yeah, oh, hurt. yeah hurt. I was like, Cap, man, I still love you, man, but what why, man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, that's it, boy, Tony, man. Come on. Yep. Um, uh, that fight was emotional. i you know what I love too, Ben, about this movie, and then we're gonna we're gonna move on. yeah Um the Russo's do a great job throughout their their four MCU movies of handling mm-hmm. um, the 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 drama, wanting to handle the comedy. Yeah, and, and, and I, I love that balance. And you know, I I remember seeing some early reviews when this movie came out, I was like, "Oh, the movie's too slow." Damn, y'all are impatient. <laughs> like, you guys need to enjoy these slower oh. moments. Yeah, really. Um, because th- that, that I love that first act, man. That first album when we're you know getting the chords and. Don't mm-hmm. you know, learning about it. like I still want to read those documents. I want to read the Accords, man. Mm-hmm. And it was great seeing Thunderbolt Ross back, in. <laughs> uh, it was great too. Ha- Rhodey had a bit of an arc in this movie too. I love, I, lo- I love Rhodey's arc in this. Vision and Wanda, I love seeing their relationships start to build and expand. Um, I, I, I love Sam, uh, Falcon, great, uh, great character. Um, it's <laughs> great seeing Vision in some sweaters. Uh, <laughs> yep yeah then you're right it, it brings up that interesting question of who was right who was wrong and to to, to that is it really is still undecided and it well yep. okay now yeah cap was right the cap was always right but at the time i was kind of with tony hmm. um but the russo's did a great job of making you go back and forth yeah for sure uh, you like, oh, yeah, Tony, uh, well, yeah, uh, Cap, uh, uh, Tony, uh, uh, okay, there's Black Widow's throwing on something, okay, all right. I will say this, Ben, mm-hmm. this is a small nitpick I have, but it's still a 10 out of 10 for me. It's still one <laughs> of my favorite films of all time. I feel like this was kind of uh, Jeremy Renner's time to get a little paycheck. He had no business being in this movie whatsoever. Sure, yeah, he just kind of shows up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't fully buy into the whole. I'm here. Oh, okay. Hi. I. I, It wasn't particularly anything to do with Jeremy himself. Yeah. More how they handled him being in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish I could have done it better. Uh, but it, dude, it's so it's the tiniest of nitpicks for me. Like, no, you're right.
1: Yeah. All right, three, three out of ten. Then for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half out uh, of ten. Yeah. um, The score <laughs> of year two, not as good as Winter Soldier. No. It's a, it's a solid score, though. Yeah. It's a solid score. And um, some might, some might think, you know, Ben, if they had just stuck together, maybe they could have beat Thanos in Infinity War. But we'll get to that conversation another day. Um, Let's get to some of these other films. I really don't want to. I just want to keep talking about Civil War. But let's get to some other films. <laughs> Yes. I'll sit my Civil War talk when we do our MCU rankings coming soon. Question mark? Ooh. Anyway. Um God damn it. Alright, you gotta go because I I'm gonna you you is there any films in, in from May Ben you want to touch upon?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh a few more. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Um Ah, yes. This was the follow-up to Days of Feature Past. Yes, sir. And I was pretty excited. Uh, trailers look cool. Uh it's it's okay, I think. Um, it's definitely not the worst, um, no. but, but and, and definitely not the best. But uh, I think there there are some cool cool moments, and um, you know what Magneto goes through. I mean, he goes through some some rough stuff. This uh, is the best
0: exploration of Magneto, I think, in any X Men film for me, except for maybe First Class. Um, yeah, they do a lot with Magneto here. Yeah, I really loved. So you're right. Um, this movie, Ben, like you said, it's not. It really isn't as bad as the fans or some of the critics were saying it was. Right. Um, my main problem with it is they kind of botched Apocalypse for me.
2: Um, mm-hmm. They,
0: I don't think they handled him right. It had nothing to do with Oscar Isaac personally. I thought Oscar Isaac was actually great in the role.
1: Is that who um, it was he, under all that makeup? Yeah, mm, yeah.
0: that was Oscar <laughs> Isaac, and I feel bad for Oscar too because he did a good job. Yeah. Uh, I thought too. <laughs> Speaking of Civil War, you know who would have been great for this movie. I feel like the Russo's probably could have done a good job with this movie. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Just with the handling of all these characters. And I felt I, – to me, it felt like um, Singer didn't really have a grasp on all of these characters to me.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and I – then there's a cameo in here that I loved, but it got ruined because it was in the trailers. So I'm not even going to say what the cameo is. Or the trailer, I would say don't even watch it. If you haven't seen Apocalypse, you know what, I'm, not, I'm not even going to look. It's a comic film. You probably seen it by now. Um, the Wolverine cameo got spoiled in one of the trailers, and wow. yeah, so when the movie it because it was a pretty badass cameo. Yeah, um, yeah, I I was just like, eh, whatever. But um, no, I think the stuff that does work here and I think it's what Singer's strengths are, are the character interactions and sort of the drama of the, of the film. That's yeah. the stuff that works. The action is really forgettable to me. Um, and Quicksilver has a standout sequence that I love. I mean, he was that, that, that sequence he has, the house was great. Mm-hmm. So, um,
1: a little repeat of the first but it it's a, a, a broader scope i guess so it's yeah, yeah. it's still and fun. he has a
0: bigger role in the film too like he is, he's yeah. not just there to do the thing and then he's gone yep. like he has a bigger role in this mm-hmm. movie which i did enjoy um ben i do think we oh boy you know Ben, i get i get really angry when people say, there's not enough original films in Hollywood, too many Disney <laughs> sequels and reboots. <sighs> Man, there was a movie that came out in 2016, one of my, one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm-hmm. It bombed the box office, and it shouldn't have. No one saw it. And still no one has seen it, Ben. And it frustrates yeah. <laughs> me. Uh, we're talking about the nice guys, and let's talk about this film for a second because the trailers were good, good trailers. But you have Shane Black, Mm -hmm. and he's not doing a comic book film. Now, look, I love Shane Black; he's actually in my top twenty directors of all time. I love Shane Black. Um, you know, you and I we talked about Ben Iron Man Three before. We both think it's very extremely underrated, Mm -hmm. and I love the job he did with that. Um. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang I love so yeah. much uh, this might God, I love Iron Man 3 so much but I, I think this might be his best work mm-hmm. The Nice Guy I love this movie so much man and <laughs> I know we're going to watch the debate tonight but dude, I kind of want to watch this movie now <laughs> talking about this in Civil War I kind of just want to not even watch the debate tonight but um, yeah dude Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling man I need, I need a series. I need an HBO Max series of these two. Either an HBO Max series, a Netflix series, or something. Yeah, really. I have such great uh, chemistry, Ben.
1: Yeah. Uh, a pairing I didn't think we needed or
0: expected would work that well, but it, they're amazing. Ben, listen to this, Ben. Listen to this. $50 million budget, $62.8 million worldwide. Gosh, that hurts. That's a bomb. That, that's a bomb. Yeah, well, at least they I made mean, their money made back. Sure. But I don't think they were. Well, I don't think they were expecting like three, four hundred million. Yeah, what sixty two point eight? Gosh, like, man, that hurts my heart, man. Yep, Just this movie, same, really, really great. And you know, I, I honestly too, Ben, I'll say this because the hype was so was ramping up at, when the movie was out everyone was giving it like a plus a plus 10 out of 10 so my buddy and i went and saw it on uh it was like a friday afternoon i think and i was like yeah that was really good i went back the following week I, I had nothing to do so i was just you know one afternoon i went in saw i went by myself and uh saw the film and honestly dude I, I i don't know what i was thinking i don't know what i was smoking whatever dude that, <laughs> I love that dude you know, it's okay, guys, to appreciate films on a, sec- on a rewatch. It's okay to have that. You can do that. That's not illegal, <laughs> all right? <laughs> it's okay not to enjoy the film that much on your first watch. We all have those films, um, and we all have those films that we think we love on first watch, and we turn out aren't that great up on rewatches. Um, but, yeah, this was one of those movies, man, where first watch, I was like, really good, really good. Maybe not a 10 out of 10. Second time, okay, yeah, yeah, man, this is great. And um, the setting, too, Ben. Hmm. I, I felt like that. I felt like I was there with them. Yep. Hanging out. Yeah. Seventies in L.A. Yeah. Was the seventies? I believe so. I thought. I keep. I keep thinking late, it's the eighties. Late seventies, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I keep, man, for some reason, I keep thinking it's the eighties. But yeah. um, no, you're right. Nineteen seventy-seven. Okay. So um, but also too, uh, Gosling's daughter and glory Rice. Yes. She, she was so good in this movie, man.
1: Yep. And she, that that character could have been annoying, but
0: oh, but quick. she is yeah. amazing. Yeah, and that's all due to Shane Black's excellent yeah. screenwriting. Good lord, um, yeah, nice guys, guys. <laughs> nice guys is a film I think, because I know we have. I bet you we have some listeners, Ben. Well, you know what? I think. Most of our listeners here are, are pretty big movie fans, so I'm, I'm sure they've probably seen it. But if you haven't, please, please, please go support movies like this. Nice, guys. It is so good. Yes. So good. Highest of um, recommends. Seriously. Uh, another film, Ben, uh, I want to touch on, and mm-hmm. I'll let you go too if you want to touch on anything else. Uh, there's actually two more I want to touch upon then. One is uh, Angry, the Angry Birds movie. I'm not gonna lie. I had I had some fun with this. I had some fun with this. It, it, don't get me wrong. It's it's really annoying. It gets annoying real fast. But um, you know, once in a while, it's no Lego movie, Ben, for sure. You know, but I thought I I was ready to go into this movie, ready to hate it. And uh, my sister and I, we got some we got some good chuckles out of it. We definitely got some good chuckles. We got some good laughs out of it so um yeah angry birds for sure it's a, it's a fine movie it's fine uh and the other one i want to touch upon is uh money monster with george clooney
3: hmm.
0: really really good movie um kind of have you ever seen the taking poem one two three with denzel washington and, and uh john travolta that is uh, on my list oh dude it's so, all. Right, it's a conversation of for another day but um it's 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 kind of like this it's, kinda, it's like you're a little hostage situation type movie and this guy gets runned over by wall street because you know uh Clooney's playing this guy um God, what's that show on msnbc or um fox money what is that show called it's like hardball or something money I, I i am drawing a blank right now but he plays like the, one of these talk show you know wall street kind of guys and Mm -hmm. One of the guys comes in gets screwed over and holds George Clooney and the rest of the studio hostage, and it's kind of this back and forth. It's actually – it's really well acted, but it's so predictable, man. It's so predictable. Um, But you go to this kind of movie for Clooney and Julia Roberts, um, and they are outstanding. So, uh, yeah, Ben, is there anything else in May you want to talk about before we go to June?
1: Uh. No, I'm good. We can move on to June.
0: Okay. Oh, another quick shout-out to uh, Neighbors 2, because I did have some fun with that. Not as good as the first Neighbors, but um, solid, solid comedy. Uh, all right, so we are now in June, and um, there was a big Disney Pixar film that came out that year, and I'm sure we're going to touch upon that in a little bit, but I do want to touch upon – this This was kind of the month of some hidden gems, Ben uh I want to start with Warcraft because that was a big pile of crap, <laughs> uh, very disappointing. But where I really want to start, then truthfully, you know I me, mean? I love me some Blake Lively. Let's talk about the shallows,
3: hmm.
0: uh, the shark film. uh A film I didn't have a lot of high hopes going in for. I was like, okay, here we go, gossip girls finding a shark. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, now, look, I've already, I've, I've already said it on the show before. I think Blake Lively is a very underrated actress, and she gets too much hate for her time in Gossip Girl. Um, and yes, I have watched Gossip Girl. I am a man, and I am not afraid to admit it. Um, but she is surprisingly – she was not surprisingly. She was really good in this movie, man. And she, it's really just her fighting a CGI shark for an hour and a half. And that's what, I love these horror films, Ben, that you find or these thrillers they know what they are mm-hmm. and they take it to their full advantage and it works and they're not, they don't overdo it. They're not too long. It's a quick, brisk hour and a half. The stick doesn't go too long. It's a fun thriller. It it takes a minute or two to get going, but once the shark comes, it's, it's engaging. Uh, and you believe everything you feel for playing lively in her character. So guys, I swear, if you have, I swear, if you guys just, um, you know, if you're just sitting around the couch or if you see The Shallows on TV, watch it. Or, you know, just if you're looking for something to rent, I highly recommend The Shallows. It's really, really good. Um, ben, is there another movie on here? But we're going to get to Finding Dory last. Um, but Ben, is there another movie on here in June that you want to touch upon?
1: Uh, yeah, there's a few little, little stinky ones I'll talk about. Uh, Legend of Tarzan. Uh, I love Samuel L. Jackson, Margot Robbie, and Christoph Waltz. But the the movie didn't do much for me. Uh, had some bad. Hey, check the movie. Yeah. yeah, had some bad CGI at moments, and Alexander Skarsgard as the the title character. Like, sure, I guess I don't know. No. Um, you know
0: what though, too. Alexander Skarsgard's actually not a bad actor. If you guys haven't seen Big Little Lies on HBO, right? It's so good in that show, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here. In,
1: yeah. yeah um uh probably even stinkier independence day <laughs> resurgence no uh talking, the mm-hmm. <laughs> the original uh, i like a lot um you know it's Why? not it's not perfect but uh um, no. but we, we get roland emmerich back and i was like okay sure uh jeff goldblum and well Will, hold, on,
0: hold, on, hold on hold on hold on uh-huh you keep, keep going with your little review there you said rolling App. you said we get rolling, Emmer back. Okay, sure. No, you like, "Oh, we get rolling, Emmer back." Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at this point. Oh no, yeah. Look, his last one was White House Down. Oh no. Yeah, true. He's not rolling on. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I uh,
1: I didn't see that one. Um, so I was still kind of like, original director back. Sure. As, okay. uh okay. Was my thoughts at the time, but yes, at, at this point, uh, I would say, "Oh no." Um, but what, yeah, go. Were they what were they? What were they even fighting? I I don't know. Uh, there is weird <laughs> characters and motivation. I no, there was no motivation. They were just there. No. I don't I don't know. And they they thought they had a, a twist. They thought they had a good story. I don't know. I, honestly, the only part I remember is um, they they're driving a school bus at the end around trying to distract the huge alien monster. Um, and then someone steps a little too far. And then one character says, uh, you know, behind the yellow line, please. And and I chuckled a little bit at that. And that's probably the only thing I remember from that movie. Oh, and also the terrible, they, they try to reenact the little, um, uh, speech of, of the president and it's it's in a cgi hangar and, and 20 people are barely listening to him and he's
0: oh my gosh he sucks man I, yeah. there's actually i want to tell this story real quick okay so my buddy and i we were um you know we were going to see that because i think this was the only we're really gonna see this we'll go see the shallows hmm. um that thursday night and i we decided to go see this instead uh independence day resurgence uh we saw this first uh, and we were like, you know what, alien action movie? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> it's because this, because this was before you know, movie, pe- not movie past, but uh, A list came out, so you know, mm-hmm. we're still paying the 18, 19 bucks, whatever. But so we decided to go see this film in IMAX. So, you know, I paid the extra money to go see it in IMAX. So we made a fun day out of the man, we were hanging out on Barnes Noble's looking through some Blu rays, and uh, Buddy and I, and we were just walking around a little outdoor plaza because we had some time to kill, and mm-hmm. um. You know, we're having a good time, and my mom tried to warn me before I left the house that day. She's like, "Hey, are you sure you want to go see this movie?" <laughs> this conversation through and through. I was like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna go see Independence Day." She's like, "Mm-hmm, okay." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we went and saw we went and saw this, and obviously, we all know it's a, uh, we all know it's a pile of shit. Yeah, this movie's really bad. I mean, it is it is really really bad. Um so i get home my buddy and i we, we couldn't even look at each other after the film was over because we wasted <laughs> that much IMAX. we have we got there we then we, 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 we got there so early too like we gotta get those center seats it's gonna be packed theater was half full that was, yeah. our, that was our first word We're like oh <laughs> shit um so we got the center seats imax 3d let's go we threw our glasses in the tin. Actually, no. I was so mad I kept my glasses. I was like, no, uh uh-uh, uh, they don't even get the glasses back. Not this time. <laughs> uh, so I walked out with my IMAX 3D glasses. Um, you know, we hung out, we talked for a little bit. And then I went home and um, my mom was still up. She was on the couch watching TV. And I was like, hi, mom. She was like, how's it moving? I was like, and she's like, mm hmm. <laughs> told you. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I told you. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, she I, I didn't even have to say anything and she was like mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> That's funny uh, mom always knows best I guess but um yeah th- th- this movie was severely missing Will Smith. Yes really missing Will Smith. Yeah, I don't know what the have been able to say this movie, but it would have helped. It would have helped. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my little story with Independence Day 2. Another movie I want to touch upon also Ben. Mm-hmm. And then I know there's another... Well, actually, I'll let you talk about it. i want let you talk about this one first, because uh, I'm like, you like these movies more than I do. Uh, now You See Me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Now You See Me, too. Uh, I thought the first one was pretty fun, and I think this one's pretty fun, too. Uh, I feel like these movies are you know, just kind of harmless. Uh, cool little magic films. This one has Daniel Radcliffe showing up, which is pretty cool. Um,
0: Best part about the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and they kind of left it not really a cliffhanger but uh you know kind of right. open for a sequel and uh, uh, nothing recently that no, I've heard they, about, i so.
0: cool thing isn't i think they're working on it they're working uh, on it okay yeah but, you know we've heard that about a lot of films so yeah uh, i think i think i bet you ben i don't know if eisenberg wants to come back and do another one i, I don't know i'm just huh. guessing I, Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of the cast wants to come back.
1: Is he too big for his britches now? Look,
0: look, look Eisenberg <laughs> did something. All right, look. But um, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just feel like some of the cast maybe not doesn't want to come back. I feel like Woody Harrelson will be though. Hey, he seems like he'll always be having a blast with these films. Oh yeah, he's always always
1: fun to see on screen. He's game for anything.
0: And I will say this too though. Uh, I I love Isla Fisher. And I think she was she was the girl in the first one. They switched it up at this time They had Lizzie Kaplan. Right. I loved Lizzie Kaplan. I, mm-hmm. I, I liked
3: her a lot. Of movie.
0: I will say this too, but I did enjoy Night City two more than Night City One. Um I I give both these films like solid six and a half sevens. Sure. Um, they're they're harmless. They're very harmless. They're fun films. They're not terrible films by any means. I just there is definitely the probably I guess you could say cult following for these movies, because they're definitely yeah. A following. yeah mm-hmm. Um, I'm not part of that group, but I'm not. I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have fun with, with this one. So I did. Yeah. Um, and good old Michael Kine.
1: <laughs> Michael <Uncle> Kine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <they're>
0: I <laughs> uh, gotta, gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Good to have him in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark and three minutes. Mark Ruffalo wasn't this one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So um. And you know what I. I It must be a thing between you and Google because Google's always trying to get me to buy these movies. Every (laughs) time I go to the Play Store, it's like, hey, get the Now You See Me double uh, double feature for $10. So I think the next time I see it, I'm just going to get it just so I can stop seeing that crap on my screen. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, But I want to talk about – I know you're not – oh, go ahead. You just don't – else you want to add?
1: I was going to say Central Intelligence and Me Before You are just
0: okay. We can move okay, on. Well, I'm gonna to get to central intelligence because I I actually quite enjoyed that film. But I do oh, want to okay. talk about Conjuring 2. Uh Conjuring 2, I love, 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 love. And I bet you got a really big horror guy. I'm not the biggest horror fan either, but I do love what um James Wan has done with this little conjuring universe he's created. The Annabelle films, not so much hit and miss, but his two conjuring films are great. And part of the reason why is because of the excellent chemistry between Patrick Wilson and Eraf Amiga. I'm mm-hmm. in. Great, great chemistry between the two, and these are jump scares that actually work and they mean something. Yeah, um, they aren't just and like Slender Man and you know just jump scares. <laughs> to have jump scares. Um, or you know like any other bad horror film like My Toothbrush Five. I don't know uh, <laughs> what. Yeah, exactly. It's a that's a nice little red box horror film you can find out. Uh, oh. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, like The Conjuring 2, man, both these films, Conjuring 1 and Conjuring 2, I love because Juan knows, Juan Juan created this universe and Juan knows how to handle horror and handle it well. Because Ben, even in Aquaman, there are horror elements out with with the whole um, trench sequence in Aquaman. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he incorporates some of his horror stuff in there, some timely jump scares a little bit. Uh, It's been a minute since I've watched The Conjuring films, though. But I do want to mention The Conjuring films because, mm-hmm. you know, our, our good friend Zach, Zach Sells, um, shout out to Zach. He's a big horror guy. So I, I'd, be, I'd be doing him no good if I didn't bring up The Conjuring. So shout out to you, Zach.
1: I've uh, only seen the first one. And yeah, I think it's, it is good. Solid uh, recent horror. So
0: I'm excited to see the second one at some point. They're hard to watch them, man, because they are scary as hell. Yeah. Really uh uh, with Central Intelligence, man, I I, I quite enjoy Central Intelligence. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I'm a big fan of The Rock. The Rock can can make any movie, any bad C-level movie, a B-level movie, just because of his presence, and his charisma, and his charm. Um, and I there's there's something between him and Kevin Hart, man. They 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 have some of the best chemistry in Hollywood, in my opinion. Um, you know, I'm not saying it always turns out to gold, but you know, between this and what they do in Jumanji, the Jumanji movie especially, I love them in those movies. Um, you, know, you can tell that they, they just have a blast working together. You know, um, And those always make for great movies, and this movie is no exception. And We have uh, an Office alum in this movie. Shout out to Amy Ryan. Uh, she's in this movie. Uh, oh, wait. Have you, you watched The Office, right, Ben? Uh, bits and Pieces. Okay. Not the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So we have an Office alum uh, with Amy Ryan, uh, Michael's girlfriend, who you know, I'm not even gonna again the ending because you haven't the office. Um, yeah, it's a fun film. Like I said, it's not perfect, but it's fun and it's it's hilarious. It's a bit conventional what what it does with its plot. Um, but dude, I, that opening scene where they're in high school, man, oh man, that is <laughs> some dirty, dirty shit they did they did to that kid, dude. I mean, that yeah. Well, like, I don't think bullies were that bad in high school. That was that was kind of I was like, all right, this is a little yeah. too unbelievable. Depends on the high school. It depends on the high school. And depends on the person, I guess. But like, I, even I was like, eh. and uh, shout out to Jason Bateman who bought his character over from The Gift into this movie. I'm not gonna <laughs> say what exactly, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's good. I was yeah. thinking about. It. I was like, ah, so this and The Gift, they're all it's a connected cinematic universe. All right, Cool. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, well, you know what I'm talking about, right, Ben? Yeah, yeah. His character in this movie. Um. Anyway, we're gonna move on from that. So yeah, uh, central. I, 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 quite enjoy Central Intelligence, but um. Nothing really else on here to talk about. So let's move on to July. Uh, except the big one. Oh right, 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 right. right, right. Uh, Free State of Jones. I think, I'm kidding. Um, Finding Dory. Um. Here's the thing. I didn't need a sequel to Finding Nemo. It no, was the one one off. It was great. I mean, that, Ben. That ending of Finding Nemo is one of my favorite endings of all time. Just mm-hmm. seeing you know Marlin finally be comfortable with Nemo going off on his own and you know bye dad and oh a little bye son. Oh man, the movie hits you in the feels, dude. I mean, yeah. oh, great father and son film. Can we just talk about finding Nemo instead of finding Dory? I'm just kidding, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this time we, it, the focus is on Dory
3: mm-hmm. and
0: her finding her parents, and um, I didn't really have a lot of expectations going in because I was I was I didn't have a lot of hype, and honestly, uh, too, Ben, like, if there's any weakness to Pixar, their trailers are not always the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't always put out the greatest of trailers. Sure. Yeah. Um. You know, they're kind of thinking on, hey, you know what? If you like me, you're going to like this. And I was like, yeah, all right, I don't want to go find Dory. That's gonna that's gonna take five hours. I don't want to go through all that. Um Ben, I have to say, buddy, there is a surprising amount of heart in here I didn't expect,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I enjoy this movie more than I thought I would. Same. I don't love it. I I I'm like borderline love. I, it's like. I I really, really, really like it. Yeah. But then I also I'm like, I kinda love it too. Um you know, we don't get to see all the usual faces from the first film. Like we don't get a, we don't get a lot of crush or all the sharks in this movie. Right. But or the tank gang who made the first film. I mean, shout out to the tank gang. Um, but we do get Hank uh voiced <laughs> who who was was that um is that Cranston? Uh, uh, the, the, the octopus, Ben. Um,
3: uh,
0: is that Brian Cranston? No. Cranston? Ed, Ed O'Neill? No. Yes, yes. Yeah, Hank. Yeah, Hank. Yeah, Hank Ed O'Neill. Yeah, okay. Brian Cranston wasn't one animated film. I don't know. I'm, I might be thinking of the wrong movie. <laughs> um, yeah, Ed O'Neill as Hank was great. Um, this is a nice little sidekick to Dory and helping her find his family. And I know, I don't know where everyone kind of stands on Degeneracy these days. You know, she's been kind of going through some stuff, but as far as her voicing Dory, she's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great seeing her voice the character again. And Ben, this movie made an impression because it made over a billion dollars worldwide. So, yeah. Um, Make sure you guys check out my uh, I did a billion dollar film ranking on our Instagram page. Make sure you go check that out. You can find out where Finding Dory lands in my rankings. Little 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 plug in there, I had to do Ben? But um, also also too, buddy. Uh, I I I I get the film was on about Dory. I still wish we had a little bit more of Nemo and Marlin. Oh really? Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't think we got enough of them in my in my opinion. But I haven't watched the movie in a while, so maybe I need to go back and watch it, and maybe I'll change my mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I actually rewatched it uh kind of recently and I remember liking it. I thought it was good. Um but yeah, definitely not as as good as Finding Nemo, but I'm I'm kind of where you are, like like borderline love it. Uh, uh if anyone wanted to watch it, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't turn them down. Uh nope. definitely recommend uh especially you know, Disney and Pixar sequels aren't always up to the hype, I guess. Except uh for Toy Story. Yeah, and man, maybe Incredibles too, um, but but we'll get there. But yeah, yeah, Finding Dory. I thought uh, I or I yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, a really great cast. Um, beyond Ed O'Neill too, uh, even Sigourney Weaver popping
0: up. That's mm-hmm. funny.
1: Um,
0: Eugene Levy, Caitlin Olsen. I mean, yeah, you got a great cast. Yeah. Brian, yeah. Idris Elba, I mean, good, good Dominic. Yeah. Good yep. My God. hater uh-huh. Kate McKinnon. Defoe, okay. Hold on, I might have to go back and rewatch this movie, man. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. There are some really good voice actors in this film. Yep, yeah, yeah. They all they all make it a
1: uh, a lot of lot of fun and funny yeah. too, and heartwarming. So,
0: yes, yeah, yeah. So that's June, guys. Well, let's move on to July. Um, just going through this real quick. July was kind of a stinker. I'm not going to lie. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but there is one film, two films that I think are worth talking about. Uh, one is Star Trek Beyond, which mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a blast with. Yep. Uh, different director from J.J., so no more lens flares. Um, <laughs> got uh, Justin Lin, who is you know, best known for reinvigorating the Fast and Furious franchise. So he, you know, he brings his takeover to, to Star Trek and uh, to a lot of diehard Star Trek fans, this is the most Star Trek of the reboots. And I would have to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the most Star Trek of the reboots. And um, God, Idris Elba, man. Idris Elba can play a good villain. I mean, that, that man. Yeah. I'll limit him to Idris Elba. He, he played a really great villain. But um, seeing Quinto and, and Carl Urban together, because the group doesn't get separate, they all get separated. Um, Quinto and Urban was kind of my favorite pairing. Of, of of the bunch, um, you know, just met back, they have some nice heart to heart moments, and um, you know, we, we, we lost a great actor too, soon, man with Anton Yelchin.
1: Definitely, mm-hmm.
0: that broke my heart, dude. Yeah, that broke my heart because um, he's a really good actor. So, I, I if you guys haven't seen Like Crazy, please go watch Like Crazy. It is so so good um, with Henry Felicity Jones. um Nice little romantic uh, drama there, um, but you know Ben, what I, I love, it, it's sort of like you know the I did a I did a page, I, I did a page on my post I did a post to my page, um, talking about my favorite ensembles and these guys just missed the cut because like these you know say what you want about the films itself, but mm-hmm. these guys seem to have really great chemistry together. Yeah, um, between Pine Quinto. Zoe Saldana, John Show, Yelchin, Peg, Carl Urban. Um, I mean, they, they also like to have it a good time. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's not my favorite of the reboots. I, I still prefer In the Darkness. Actually, Beyond's my least favorite, but oh. I love the reboot trilogy, in my opinion. And um, they they keep doing this thing every other year of, oh, Star Trek 4 happening next year. Yeah, 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 I don't think so. Oh, now we're <laughs> writing a script. You know what? We're taking a couple years off. Just please. I want at least one more. Yep. With with the crew.
1: Yep. And Um, then, yeah, they're throwing Tarantino in the mix because he's talked
0: about it. Yeah, yeah. we have. I don't don't know if Tarantino wants to do a Star Trek film for his last film, though. I can't see him doing that. Right. But that would be unlike Quentin Tarantino. Actually, Ben, if anything, I would (laughs) have thought that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is kind of like a fitting end to his filmography. Mm-hmm. But you know we get one more. But hey, yeah. we'll talk about 2019. Um, yep, it's gonna be a fun episode. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh so yeah, I don't want to talk about start. Any thoughts about Star Trek Beyond, Ben?
1: Uh, I've seen all the movies from the trilogy once, and I actually think Beyond was my favorite.
0: So uh nice. Yeah, you know, uh, you're not alone. A lot of people think that's the best.
1: Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of fun. And shout out to the uh the makeup and hairstyling too. Dude, it was really point,
0: good. Point. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. I. Like I said, I want one more. I, at least one more with this crew. Yeah. Oh, and Ben, we have to do this because she is a big fan. Shout out to Dakota, big Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure where she lies with Star Trek Beyond. I can't remember. If she said it was her, if it was her second or third favorite. I'll probably just text her actually, and, and uh, you know, ask her. But I think I think Beyond is her second favorite if she's listening. She's probably screaming, like, no, it's not. So <laughs> I can't speak for the Great Dakota, but um, uh, just giving her a quick shout out. Uh, ben. Yeah. Uh, is there a film on here you want to talk about before I talk about uh, good old Dissin' uh, Born? Sure.
1: Uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates.
0: Eh. Great film.
1: Oh, uh, okay. interesting. Uh, I, I love yeah. <laughs> I saw it once late at night. Um, I'm I just I'm not a big Adam Devine fan. Um, He's in miss. Yeah, and uh, the other players: Zac Efron, Anna Kendrick, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, um, I like great. them, in, in in several movies I've seen them in. I guess, but uh, I don't know. was so
0: good movie. I love Lost in this movie, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's the best. Um, yeah, I don't know. Kind of, kind of forgettable for me. Um, and then I will touch on Paul Feig's Ghostbusters. Uh, looks like that came out right before Jason Bourne. Oh. Um, oh. I am a huge 1984 Ghostbusters fan. Uh, the sequel, eh, it's okay. Uh, and then we get this, this, we get this reboot, 2016. Um I like these actresses a lot especially Kate McKinnon um she, she's my favorite on SNL um and Kristen Wiig too um has a lot of good roles um the I I thought I thought it was funny I will say I thought it was funny and the cameos from the original crew uh are m- most of them were pretty fun but the the writing was was not good the the like plot structure and everything i guess um the villain was a little underwhelming okay a lot underwhelming and it kind of get you know all goes to this this weird dance scene at the end i don't know but i mean there there were parts of it that were really cool that i thought um the the battle at the end kind of when they're tearing through the streets and they have new tech uh you know all that sort of stuff i thought was cool but yeah, there there's some are some jokes that don't land, and the the story's not the best. So, uh, and uh, I mean it's everyone who says the, you know, oh we don't need a women Ghostbusters. What are they doing? You know, yeah, no, I mean they can. Uh, women are funny too. Uh, I hate when people say that. Um, say that they aren't, uh, but uh, these women, especially were so I think they they did great in their in their roles, um, and. Yeah, that's all I'll say about that, I guess.
0: Okay. My turn. Okay. Let's talk about Ghostbusters. Great casting. I mean, McCarthy, I love. Kirsten mm-hmm. Wig is my favorite from a bunch of these actors, or actresses, I should say. McKinnon is great when she's on SNL. She's hit or miss for me when she's in films. Um. Leslie Jones also a great you know, on SNL to me the star of this movie was Chris Hemsworth <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, and I thought also Leslie Jones was, was funny um, I, I, I dug her a lot in this movie but yeah for me Leslie Jones and Chris Hemsworth were kind of the, the, the stars of this movie this was not a movie Paul Fee should have directed in my opinion who I thought should have directed this movie were Lord uh, uh, Chris Lord and uh, ah, Lord uh, Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they the the guys that did the Jump Street films. They yeah, that's good. This movie that's a good shout. Uh, yeah, they uh, I feel like they could have handled this better. Yeah, uh, but you know what? It is a comedy because like we, look, you guys just heard us. Ben didn't like uh, Mike and Dave. I did. Comedy is a very, very hard thing to sort of debate and 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 judge and review because everyone has their own taste in comedy it's 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 difficult to review comedies and it's difficult to listen to reviews about comedy um and let's talk about films like movie forty three but um <laughs> yeah for me it just it didn't work for me man, and um i felt it went on a little too a little too long yeah and, uh, I don't know. I I was actually all I'm, I'm not one of those people like I oh, need women goods, but no, I was I was all for it, especially yeah. with these people. Because mm-hmm. spe- I'm a big fan of Kirsten Wig, bridesmaids especially. I like, got I love her in bridesmaids, and McCarthy's great And everything except for this little thing they called Tammy a couple of years ago. <laughs> but, uh, you know Kirsten Wig, especially because you know she she can do drama when she wants to. She can bring it. Yeah. Uh, McCarthy too. She McCarthy just proved it a couple of years ago. Um for drama, also,
3: mm-hmm.
0: like I said, I feel like it was just the wrong director mm-hmm. for me. For me, that's how it felt. But we're gonna move on from that because I do want to talk about, well, quickly about Mike and Dave. I, I I did enjoy. it. I enjoyed the shtick. I enjoyed Efron and, and Divine, and like you, like you said, I think we both agree that Aubrey Plaza was the best part about this movie. Yeah, um, there is a scene in a sauna that i was just like oh okay cool we're going there um funny story i did we were on a family vacation in la so uh this was my first time out in la and um so we got to go see this in la my first movie in la was a was a comedy i wish it was a comic movie or something else but regardless it's not like a day that winning dates on my mom's birthday actually it was my mom's birthday um it was actually Ben it was actually either this or a film we talked about earlier, Legend of Tarzan. And um, <laughs> my sister and I persuaded her, let's go see Mike and Davey wedding dates. And um you know, it was a fun time with the fam. My sister and I enjoyed it more than my mom and dad did. Um yeah, it's a, I, it's a it's a fun, harmless little comedy in my opinion. It's not nothing revolutionary for the com you know, for the comedy genre, but it's it's whatever. Uh I do want to talk about Jason Bourne though. Mm-hmm. And then there's, another, there's one more other thing I want to talk about before we, we you know, move to August. Um, but quick shout out to the BFG, whatever. You no, not look. I'm a big Spielberg defender because Ben, I feel like there's some people on our Instagram who aren't the biggest Spielberg fans for some reason, and I, yeah, I, it, it surprises me. Mm-hmm. But I can't really defend him for the BFG. I was kind of like whatever with this one. Um... I'm not going to lie, man. I, I had a fun time with The Purge election year. Um, dug that film a lot. Really, really fun. Uh, and a quick shout out also to one of the best horror films in recent memory, uh, Lights Out. Um, I'm not sure. You were going to talk about it, Ben?
3: No. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a film that with, uh, with Teresa Palmer and uh, Maria Bello. Two great actresses, uh David F. Samberman, who whose name might sound familiar because he just did Shazam last year. Right. Uh, what a what a what a I don't I don't I can't remember if this was his debut or not, but I think this is my first um exposure to him. He was great. He was absolutely great. Um great great directorial debut for him. So yeah, lights out. So let's quickly touch upon Jason Bourne. Oh, go ahead. I had one I wanted a quick
1: shout out. Uh yeah. Don't Think Twice. Very small film. But uh comedian Mike Berbiglia directed this. And also has uh Gillian Jacobs or Jillian Jacobs, so I'm not sure which one. Um Kate McCucci. I don't know how to pronounce anything. Oh, yeah, um,
0: uh, Keegan Michael Key.
1: Oh, and Keegan Michael Key indeed. Um and it's uh it's a it's a nice little um improv comedy movie uh, about a, a troop oh. that goes through, uh, you know, goes through some changes nice. and there's a little drama. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a nice little movie. So.
0: I want to watch cause it has Jillian Jacobs from a community and I, right? I love her, her community. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm going to check this out. Um, also a quick shout out to bad moms. <laughs> Actually a really funny movie. Um, again, nothing revolutionary, but this was kind of, this this was kind of the talk of the town for a little bit. Was Bad Moms because, like, every single woman, especially in my gym, have you <laughs> seen Bad? Moms? Have you seen Bad Moms? I was like, oh y'all, damn, y'all need to chill. That was Bad Moms. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah, let's talk about Jason Bourne though. That was kind of the movie for me in July. Really, my most anticipated mm-hmm. uh, in terms of July. Uh, ben, you and I haven't had a chance to really go in depth about the Jason Bourne trilogy. I find it one of the greatest action franchises of all time, especially the first three. I'm not the biggest fan of Born Legacy. It's still the weakest, in my opinion, of the films. Jason Bourne was a bit of a letdown, but I had fun. Um, It just... I I don't know. it, it, It just didn't feel like anything new to me. And part of that also, too, Ben, is we've been spoiled because the first... Three movies are so brilliant, yes, especially Born Ultimatum, which is in my top five of all-time favorite action movies. I mean, the Born Ultimatum is as good as it gets, man. In terms of Born, in terms of action movies, um, but the the parts that do stand out to me, Ben, in terms of Jason Bourne, Matt Damon, of course, brings it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, God, this this guy gets built when he's when he's called upon to do Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah, um, he was built. I mean, he was he was he was jacked. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. It's always great seeing that stubborn old man um, pop yep. up. And he was good. Uh, and Alicia Vikander. Mm-hmm. She didn't get on my nerves. She did not get on my nerves. Uh, I thought she would because she played that typical, stereotypical FBI. Agent oh, okay. Size, she's on, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. blah, blah. Um, I liked her a lot, and she, you know, she's a great actress. Yeah. She is going to be an actress to be. Re- to I mean, she kind of already is, but she's going to be a force in the, in the industry. In mm-hmm. my words, um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. This just felt like kind of, hey, we you know we kind of need a summer film to fill up the spot. Hey, Paul Greengrass, you uh interested in doing a Jason Bourne film? Not really. Okay, uh, here's your money. Uh, <laughs> here's here's the here's the budget for the film. Get Matt Damon. I'll figure out the rest of the cast, and we'll get you back on set next week. All right, cool. Great. Yep. And to, the storyline also with the phone technology. that didn't feel like Jason Bourne but I was like, uh, no. Mm, no. And, and they're they like, Paul,
1: do you need a, a tripod or anything this time? He's God. like, no, no, I'm good. Dude.
0: But, but, but. The action is still entertaining enough. The yep. action still, it's, it's entertaining enough where I can still give it a positive like six and a half, seven out of, out of ten. Because mm-hmm. I did have fun with this movie, um, it just wasn't born to me. It was yeah. just kind. Of, hey, Jason's back, cool. But but I did get the chills when they did the first time he said it. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. I was like, Yeah, we're back. Yeah, <laughs> you know his name. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about Jason Bourne for a little bit, then before we move on.
1: Oh, uh, I have about the same thoughts honestly. Uh quick shout out to Julia Stiles too for for showing up again. Oh, you mean for the first 20 minutes? Yeah. Y- yeah. But still um and yeah, yeah, same thing. Cool action, but it, it it wasn't up to the level as the others. I actually haven't seen Legacy uh with Renner, but I I do love the the original 3 with Damon, so.
0: What's your favorite of the 3? Just curious.
1: Oh gosh. Uh maybe the last one
0: ultimatum yeah that's my favorite
1: i've you know yeah i i still can't get the the, the names right i haven't seen them all a crazy amount of times but yeah ultimatum um, supremacy supremacy yeah.
0: um god identity, yep. identity. identity. Yeah. that's the first one yeah yeah okay yeah, i always get those two mixed up for like which one way <laughs> supremacy what's yeah <laughs> um, they don't really do a good job of telling that, but we right. all know old <laughs> the third one. That's that is that to me is still the true conclusion to Jason Bourne. Is that third movie? Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of felt like the Far From Home of the Infinity Saga, if you want to call it. Um, you know, but Far From Home is better. All right, we'll get to that eventually. But anyway, um, let's move on to August because we are kind of running overtime a little bit. Um, and there's a debate tonight, which I need to get ready for. Uh, which we both need to get ready for. But damn it, man. There's some good films that came out in August. <laughs> oh, my God. So let's not touch on the stinkers. We will talk about Suicide Squad because it was a waste of space. Sorry, Zach. Another another shout out to Zach. I know you're a DC fan. This was a complete waste of my time. Same. For me. What an utter disaster this movie was. And, uh, and I, I know we don't do a good uh, – we don't do visual yet, but Ben does a great interpretation of the villain of the film. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, the little Hawaiian girl doing her little dancing. Enchantress, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Wow. <laughs> and you have half of a good cast, Smith, <laughs> Leather, Robbie, Davis. Uh, yeah. Yep. Commons Commons in it for about two seconds, and Cara Delevingne too. She's she's all right, um, but really, yeah, Smith, Leto, Robbie, and Viola Davis. Those are the kind of main stars of the film. And look, what works is the team chemistry and Smith and Robbie. They are great. <laughs>
1: two person yeah. team, yeah.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I can't really <laughs> yeah. Think so. I mean this. I don't know, man. Those tribus promised something really cool. And then I think the backlash of BVS was kinda like, okay, you know what? We can't really have this film being too dark. And that kind of I think they need to go the dark route. But who knows? Because we are getting a James Gunn R rated version of a uh, Suicide Squad next year, twenty twenty one. The so. Suicide Squad. God, I still hate that title. <laughs>
1: oh, also, too, you know, it's bad when you mess up the, the music. Um uh, the, the actual like original soundtrack, I guess I can't. Uh, no, speak you can soundtrack. But great. the but the they use snippets of great songs. There there's like you know CCR, and I was like oh getting hyped, and it's like ten seconds, and of course it's a place in the south that they go to, and that's it. They it was just mm-hmm. it's like so cliche, yeah. but anyway.
0: Um, yeah, so that's yeah. It's look if you haven't if you haven't bought into the DCEU – it's not worth the time watching this unless you want to see Margaret robbie kick-ass because she was really she's great in the movie she her and will smith are trying If viola davis wanted to decide to put viola davis on screen she's great too but they don't give her enough screen time ben can you tell i hate this movie i hate this movie yeah all right so let's move on to uh sausage sausage, <laughs> sausage party um wow so yeah i was having a blast with this movie <laughs> and then the last five minutes happened, and I was like, "What
1: <laughs> is going on?" Oh, uh,
0: yeah. <gasps> Woo!
1: <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, I saw this with some buddies, and yeah, same thing. We're, we're having, I mean, it's it's not the most uh, politically correct, but uh, but it, I mean, I I, I I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it had some some interesting <laughs> stuff there, some crazy scenes. Um, and that was that might have been one of the most uncomfortable. The, the scenes I've ever seen <laughs> in a theater, and I watched Gone Girl with my mother. So, oh, uh, yeah, that was very. Uh, I don't want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> so I, 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 I ended up seeing this twice. Um, the first time I actually went by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was by myself. <laughs> and the, it was actually for a Saturday morning. It was pretty packed.
1: Oh,
0: okay. So I ended up sitting next to uh, another guy sitting by himself. And so I actually – then I actually ended up – we actually ended up just, like, talking throughout the entire movie because we were both by ourselves. We just struck up a conversation during the previews, and so we ended up just talking about the entire movie <laughs> um, and just, like, you know, laughing at the parts and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Haven't seen the guy since. But um, that last part came on, and uh, that whole audience was either laughing because it was <laughs> cringe yeah, laughing because – they literally thought it was funny but um yeah talk about being uncomfortable i am so so glad because my parents were this close about kind of to the movie oh no dude i am so happy they did not oh my god <laughs> that movie was <laughs> it really is the movie because the movie's actually pretty i thought it was pretty funny
3: yeah
0: um yeah Ah uh, I can never look at a hot dog the same way. <laughs> I can't look at a lot of food the same way again, truthfully. Um anyway, but I did I so I ended up seeing it again when I went back to school with my ex-girlfriend at the time. Um this was this was before Chloe Ben. So uh but um <laughs> I swear that that scene came on and I, I, I thought I thought she was gonna slap me. <laughs> Uh, wow! The, yeah, this is um. We're not even gonna talk about the scene. I don't think everyone's seen it, but um. Let's move on from Sausage Party.
1: Yes. Um,
0: because so I do want to talk about Hell or High Water. Um, yes. probably the one of the surprises of twenty sixteen. Uh, now. I'll say this, Ben. I always when I recommend this film, I always have to give people a warning. If you don't, if you don't understand what Jeff Bridges is saying now, just you might want to put on the subtitles for this movie because it is impossible <laughs> to understand what the heck Jeff Bridges. I mean, he is going full on Texas accent in this movie, man.
1: Sure, and. Spittin'. Oh my! <laughs> okay. <laughs> it might not be that bad, but yeah.
0: Come uh, on, they're <laughs> really smart. <It's>
1: like,
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Take that dip out of your mouth, man. Oh <laughs> Oh gosh. Good God, can to take a poop? come on, No, it wasn't that bad. No.
1: <laughs> but anyway the the movie is amazing uh yeah yeah bridges pine ben foster Gil birmingham um yeah very very texas very uh, uh okay all right uh i can't concentrate uh <laughs> taylor sheridan that did the screenplay shout out to him um <laughs> okay yep <yeah. laughs> but yeah great great movie uh the bank heist uh pretty much and it, it gets a little uh it's real intense and then it gets a little uh it gets to your heart a little bit at one point too yeah it does um well, a couple Shout out to Ben Foster. what an actor yeah I mean, really
0: watch this and watch the lone survivor you will appreciate ben foster after you see these two movies um mm-hmm. he is really great i did not expect this from chris pine at oh yeah whoa okay Chris Pine you know Jeff Bridges I expect that from Jeff Bridges because you know he's just one of greatest actors that have live <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> you know <laughs> he um I, I forget the actor's name he plays his partner in the film uh I'm gonna be my partner I mean like his his uh cop partner Gil Birmingham yeah yeah yep uh I like their chemistry they have a nice little break back and forth, and Jeff Bridges gets a little racist, I think, at some parts throughout the film. But um, yeah, um, so, ugh, I can't talk about the movie. Damn. We will not have to do like a spoiler talk for Hello High wide one day man, because I, I love this movie a lot. Um, one of the best, one of the golden gems of, tw- of 2016. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, like I said, turn on the subtitles when Jeff Bridges comes on screen because it, 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 it gets hard sometimes. Trying to understand how Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Hey, I want to talk about Kubo and the Two Strings, Benjamin, because uh, another surprise film from 2016 was Kubo, Travis Knight. Well, uh, you haven't seen it, have you? No. You, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> um, great little animated film from Leica. Um, like a is like A24. it just continues to put out just great films. Uh, my favorite from Leica is still Coraline. That film is still haunting to this day, but uh, Kubo is really, really great. And if Travis Knight sounds familiar, it's because he directed the latest Transformers film, uh, Bumblebee, which most people seem to love. Um, yeah, I recommend Kubo. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, the last two films, I want to touch on. There's a horror film and there's a film from Todd Phillips I want to talk. I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about the film from Todd Phillips because it is so, so good. Y'all, if you haven't seen War Dogs, what are you doing? Damn, I love Ben. If I haven't said it, if I haven't said before, i want to say it right now, man. I love me some War Dogs, dude. Oh, I know. Um Jonah Hill, dude. I was considering there were there were moments throughout the year before you know the Oscar stuff started coming out where I was like maybe Jonah Hill for a supporting actor because he was really really good in that movie dude I mean mm-hmm. talk about a straight up dick <laughs> yeah. Jonah Hill can play a dick really good okay that that came out wrong but um, Jonah Hill can play a real douchebag um, a bully yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a bully, um. And this is this is my first exposure to Honor de Armas, and this is where I fell in love with Ana de Armas. <laughs> uh, uh, how far she's come, man. Mm-hmm. She, she's going mm-hmm. way. Uh, she she was so good in this movie, and uh, Miles Teller. I mean, it's Miles Teller. Dude's great in everything. Um, to, based off a true story. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna do specifics about the story. because I, I didn't know about it until the trailers came out. It's a, it's a really interesting story, um, and Todd Phillips incorporates a lot of his comedy into his film, and for the most part, it works. But Ben, people like to say that Todd Phillips first explored the dark comedy really was Joker. I disagree. Um, you gotta watch. You gotta watch War Dogs. Cause he, this film gets dark, and actually, too Ben. On that note, Hangover Part Three also gets a little dark. Oh, really? Huh. Uh, oh, actually, right, I haven't seen Hangover Part Three. Yeah, Hangover yeah. Hangover Part Three can get dark at times. Um, but War Dogs especially gets, especially that third act, it gets dark real quick. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend War Dogs, guys. It's so so good, and it it I defined it as my sleeper hit of the summer. That and wow, this it was like a really was a three way tie between this, um, hello, high water. And, uh, this last one we're going to talk about. Don't breathe. Ben, have you seen don't breathe, Ben? Yeah. All right. So why don't you go ahead and take this last one?
1: Uh, real quick. I want to touch on uh War dogs. I, I watched it recently for the first time. Uh, maybe I was built up to it a lot. Um, I think it's just good in my opinion. Um, gotcha. I do think, um, Jonah Hill is, is great. Uh, he, plays, yeah, he plays that role really well. Um, I am also in love with Anna D'Armas, and she does amazing. Um, and, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, the story, too, I, I was surprised. I didn't know about it either. Um, but I feel like uh, they could have done a little more with it, too. I wasn't totally – it wasn't as intense, I guess, as I thought it would be. Um, See, for me,
0: I thought the film, one of the weaknesses was, it kind of went on a little too long
1: that too yeah um and the the ending it has i mean of course it's based on a true story but it it has like those good like ideas and there's you know the the acting is good but
0: it it wasn't yeah it went a little too long and then yeah, the the structure is, is it's 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 the weak point yeah uh, it didn't end the way i wanted it to end or the way it right. was going to end um and to that note also uh brother cooper's great yeah Um, but don't expect a lot of him the 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 marketing kind of made it seem like he was going to be in a lot of this movie he really isn't um but he plays another douchebag too and he's (laughs) actually like the douchebag you root for um yeah so yeah look overall it's it's a really entertaining film but um you know ben and i have our differences but i do think the structure is kind of its weakest point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I think the strongest actually though Ben is that first act is really good. The setup to the actual stuff is really really good. Yeah yeah yeah. I'd and, agree with that. Uh, yeah so the, yeah I I think we both say though go watch War Dogs it's good. We both think it's good. I like it more than he does but um it's one of those films Ben where I actually love it a lot. Um well, let's talk about Don't Breathe because we're running out of time here. Yep. Uh,
1: yeah, this is another one I saw in the college theater, uh, oh, which was a good place to see it. Um I keep repeating it. I'm not a big horror fan myself, but uh, this is another one that was um that was that was good, solid movie. Uh a little a little gory at times, I think, if I remember, but nothing like crazy mm-hmm. bad. Um and Jane Levy you got. Uh shout out to Zach. I know he's a big supporter of her. Yeah. Um, and Dylan Minnette, uh, I Good guess actor. most. Yeah, uh, I like them here. Um, I guess most famous from Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, yep. A lot of people know. And Stephen Lang, I like him a lot. Um, and here, yeah, he, he does well in that role. Um, and there, you know, it 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 builds up. It's it's creepy. I'm you know it's intense. I'm I'm into it. And th- there's a weird. <laughs> Background to one of the characters, I guess, uh, yeah. is all I'll say. <laughs> that, that kind of surprised surprised me. Um, Don't take the turn. Yeah, yeah, it gets it gets weird, um, but you
0: know that adds to the
1: to the scariness, I guess, and the how far these people will go. So yeah, not a part
0: the ending um, Then it was whatever. I kind of explained something else, but there's supposed yeah. to be a secret. Um, oh, okay. I don't really know how they're going to do a sequel to this, honestly. Um, but, you know, when these small and when these small horror films, thriller films do so well, they make more than they, what they thought they were supposed to make. Like, this was made for $9.9 9 million, and it made $157 million. Oh, wow, yeah. You're going to get a sequel, so. Yeah. Um, I don't think they've said anything recently about it. Um Okay, so here's the the film is scheduled to be released in the fall of 2021. So it's happening. Huh, okay. The title is "Don't Breathe Again." Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. Yeah. All
2: right.
0: So uh, yeah, guys, that that wraps up our 2016 um, retrospective. I know we went a bit long. That's partly my fault because I did a deep dive in the Civil War a little bit, but um, you know this. then I say this was a kind of a eh, year before we started. And then as we were going through, I was like, oh, this was actually a pretty good summer. Yeah, we've and talked
1: about quite a few.
0: Yeah. So as always, we do our favorites and least favorites. Well, it's no surprise my favorite of the year was uh, Suicide Squad. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, uh... Um, it's Captain America Civil War. This, this was the movie for me of 2016. Um, there was one film that came close to topping it. Didn't do it. Um, and that was La, La Land. Um, it came close, but not, not, not that close. Uh, this was the cream of the crop for me. And I know I'm going to get into this in another video or another, another podcast we'll do. I hate the criticism against it. There were no consequences. There were consequences from this movie. Yep. There are clear consequences from Civil War. Um, if you guys think this just this, this ends on a good note, it really doesn't. Yeah.
1: Um, and when people say like, you know, that people didn't lose or whatever. I mean, they're not going to kill off half the <laughs> no. Avengers. I think yeah, they like, handled it, it well. It wasn't
0: a war. Right. No. Look, these guys are still friends. They're not trying to kill each other. They're just trying to stop each other. That wasn't yeah. the point of the film. Of not trying to kill each other until Tony was trying to kill Bucky. That was really the only time. Now, Scarlet Witch during that airport fight though, Ben was I think she was trying to kill some people, but uh <laughs> Other than that, but we'll get it, Ben, we'll, we'll do a separate video, a pod on that yep. one day, or maybe when we'll do our MCU rankings, we'll get more into it, because we'll, we'll go more in depth about all the MCU films at that point. Because mm-hmm. um, we haven't done that before. I, no, we haven't. Um, but it's just something, Ben, that I wanted to you know, bring up, because I, yep. I hate that criticism of there were no consequences. There are consequences in this film.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, Civil War to me, like I said, my favorite movie of all time. Some of the best performances in any comic book film are in this movie. Uh, Great, that great action, and I can't talk about enough about um, Evans and Downey in this movie. Fantastic, and shout out again to to the late Chadwick Boseman for a great introduction Mm -hmm. to this film. It was great, and we finally got a Spider-Man who nails both the Peter Parker and Spider-Man aspects, so shout out to the Russos, shout out to Kevin Feige, because they're to the to that point, then This was kind of their Infinity War, was Civil War, in terms yeah. of hype and patience this, this was it. So that was my favorite film, for summer middle of the year. So
1: uh, for me, honestly, it, it would probably be that one too. But just to give one more shout out to the nice guys, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that. So uh, that'll be that'll be my spot there. Um, and then my least favorite, uh, Independence Day to the Reckoning comeback resurgence whatever it was that one
0: yeah for me it's uh it's Suicide Squad I just um oh that's true uh it was just because I I think for me the difference between Independence Day 2 and Suicide Squad Suicide Squad actually had potential Independence Day 2 didn't Mm -hmm. and Suicide Squad let me down big time especially when you waste a cast like that and an ensemble like that and Viola Davis like that because um, you know Ben I'm, I'm a big defender of viola Davis I think she's one of the greatest actresses yeah. of our generation. and yep. she got, she did what she could with the with the film um, I hope she gets her due with James Gunn mm-hmm. um, and it already seems like from what we saw from DC fandom that this film already looks better than, than, than what David Ayer did so um, I don't want to hear the shit about a David Ayer cut I don't want to hear that shit <laughs> we're past now we're past it um, so yeah, so guys, that, that'll do it for us for 2016. And to give you guys a hint of what's coming, <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys a fair warning right now. We're getting We're almost at 2018, 2019. If you guys know me, you can probably go ahead and skip those episodes.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> well, no, you don't. Please don't skip them. But you you know what to expect. Yes. From yeah. 2019. Right. um 2019. Uh, but 2017, I'm looking forward to it because there were some really really great original films that came out in 2017, summer 2017. Yep. Um, One of them I'll give you, we're going to talk a lot about Baby Driver 2017. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ben, I love that movie so much. And I'm sure we're going to get into Dunkirk also. And uh, the conclusion to one of the greatest, most underappreciated trilogies of all time also came out in 2017. A lot lot of stuff came out in 2017. So, guys, thank you so much. Uh, Until next time, guys, for Ben, for me, for Roderick, and
1: one last word from Jeff Bridges.
2: God, <laughs> you